Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! Good morning, everybody! It is a beautiful Wednesday. Wednesday, Scott. Wednesday, March. Oh, Wednesday. March 22nd, I believe. And we are joined. Guys, this is like ladies' night. Ladies' morning out. Yes, it is. Learn right across from me. Live to her left. King Scott over here. I'm I'm surrounded by ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Scotty Delicious. I love it. Well, these last couple months, obviously, have been pretty wild. We've had uh, a a rotating cast of of fun friends and guests. And... um, you know, something that every time Lauren was in or every time Liv was was in, everybody loves you guys, obviously. And was like, man, we need a live and learn show. Yeah. A live and learn show. So while Riz is out and I get to make the rules, because he has not responded to texts or calls. Like, <laughs> Good I'm, for him. I hope uh, he's alive. Off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Off the grid. As he should be. Like, he's yeah. finally actually enjoying a vacation. Yep. Yeah. Every vacation he goes on, he says he's going to do this. He says he's going to completely unplug. Be disconnected. He's not doing any excursions. He's not going parasailing. He's not swimming with dolphins. No fun. He just wants to sit there yep. and do nothing. Yeah, and I he's guess finally doing it. Yeah, I guess he's actually doing it. Because I love like in the past if we we're doing rewinds or something like that, and he would uh, text me and be like, "Hey, how come there was uh, you know we have certain order things? He's like, why did this thing run twice or something like that? And you're like, <laughs> what are why you, that's you no listening? Way in Mexico or wherever? Right. Why? Yeah, no, you have to go, disconnect. Get out. He is not listening at all. Actually, I think uh, I think. He's, Oh, he's checking in. Do you want to check in? Is he checking in? Let's see. Yeah, no. (laughs) Just just on the the jet ski again. Uh, On the jet ski. Definitely has lights. Good for him. Definitely not going to be a part of the show. Uh, But yeah, he's he's not listening and he's not making decisions. I am. 
I am. You've done a great job. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, thank you very much. You're welcome. But I was like, man, I really want a day with Live and Learn in here. Yeah. Live and Learn, which is, by the way, the, the the most perfect name for a show. And I know you you had a show I called had a podcast Live and Learn. Called Live and, Learn. and it's been out of commission for a couple of years, but maybe we bring it back. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Spelled differently. We'll spell course. it differently. It was actually yeah. spelled like live and learn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was live and learn. I know. And now it makes more sense. That's why it was not successful and, yeah. oh. and why it went into the trash. <laughs> Names are important. Names are important. That's funny you say that, man. I always remember this band, uh, friends of mine. And uh, back this, this was 2000, 2001. They were in a band and um, they were a different band before. They changed their name and I saw their name on the flyer. And their name was, oh, see, I, I don't even remember. Their name was Wound. Okay. Wound. So it looked like wound or? But it looked like wound. Oh. It's, one, it's one of those words. Live, live, you yeah. know, that, that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, and, it, and it drove me crazy. And I remember it like, you know, I mean, we were all local bands at the time, so it's never really too late to change your band name. But right. they felt like, well, we've already played this show at the Creepy Crawl. We can't change it <laughs> we now. We can't go back. Yeah. And I remember telling them, I was like, man, like, both are cool. Right. But nobody's going to know what it's called yet. I think yeah. it's wound. They think it's wound. Well, and it's, it's like. Wound would be like a metal band. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wound, yeah. Wound is like an indie band. Mm-hmm. So what were they? Like, what was their oh, sound? Oh, man. I don't, te- I mean, I don't, I don't really remember, but it's somewhere in between. We were okay. all, we were all kind of a post new metal, post, um, mm. you know, rap core, mm. th- that, that kind of stuff. So I'd imagine it was around, around there. We played a lot of shows with those guys. Good that reminds me of uh, that thing you do with a band, you know, they're the Wonders, but they spelled it O-N-E-D-E-R or whatever. So like the wonders, uh, and everyone's yeah. like the Owen Eaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was so confusing. Well, Happy Wednesday. I don't know about you guys, but this is this is where it starts to get a little bit more difficult for me. It's the hump. Yeah, we talked about it on Monday. I love Mondays. Everybody talks about you know case of the Mondays. Right. Mondays feel good to me. I've slept two nights in a row for the most part. Uh, I feel I feel I feel refreshed. I'm excited to do what we do. Um, Thursdays for me. It's, could totally skip it. Really? To- oh, Thursdays have no consolation. So we're taking tomorrow off? <laughs> oh, man, I would love to. All right. I would love to. You're you know decisions. Riz, Good. can we take... Riz, Dude, just can- do it. Who yeah. cares? Can we take tomorrow know. off? That's a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> no, we're not going to take tomorrow off. But oh. yeah, Wednesdays, um, apparently, uh, for a lot of people, uh, might be the day. By the way, just real quick, let's get this out there. Today is National Goof Off Day. Oh, yes. fantastic. So I think I have the right people here. Absolutely. For National Goof Off Goof Off Day. Uh, 10 days to April Fool's and 18 days to Easter. But get this. So I'm, I'm anti-Thursday. I'm super pro-Monday. <laughs> but apparently you should strongly consider taking Wednesdays off work. Okay. So start faking your COVID symptoms next Monday or Tuesday, I suppose. Uh, I suppose. Uh, weird. I can usually smell this candle. Those those kind of moves, you know, right. s- say those things. Anybody else freezing cold <laughs> and got a fever or is it just me? A uh, professor at the University of Texas who focuses on time and communication found that the best day of the week to take off is Wednesday. I don't like it. I, I loved it. I used to do that. I used to have like a per diem type job, but I could pretty much make my own hours full time. But I would work two days off a on a day off and it that like that mentally just to know i had like a little light at the end of the tunnel after two days was amazing wonderful you're a professional that's if you're pro monday though because it sounds like you and moon are similar that you like kind of the ramp up to the monday because that's what a thursday would be if you took off wednesday that's true you're not pro monday i'm not pro monday why i i am more pro thursday because i i don't know i like monday i'm revved up and ready to go i don't really think about it it's kind of like the um like you're jumping out of an airplane type of thing so 
but which, by which Wednesday, is fun. which is fun, <laughs> which is good. And so you're free falling for like a couple of days. But by Thursday, I feel like I'm I'm finally at my baseline of like insanity, of momentum. And I know that Friday's coming. So like you kind of have mm. a coast into it. That's but, where I'm at. But you're used to you're used to uh, probably eight hours of sleep an evening, right? Yeah, more than that. Definitely. Yeah, see. I've lost sleep That's, for four days in a row by Thursday. Check in in six months right. after getting up this yeah, early yeah. for six months. Like Monday, if, if, you're, if you're tuned into the uh, Michelob Ultra web webcams, by the way, the studio cams, we are live. On a Monday, I probably look pretty fresh. Hmm. Wednesday, if you, if you notice, my right eye is twitching. <laughs> you're a twitchy boy. That's, uh, yeah, it's twitching because I'm, I'm tired. I slept like four hours mm-hmm. and, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm twitching. Are Try you worried about like cardiovascular health? All the time. Me too. All the time. It's all I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. I'm doing one of them stress tests uh, coming up. It, it, well, yeah, <laughs> make it sound Ooh. fun. <laughs> Ooh. Big doings. I, I think it involves a treadmill and some other things. But yeah, I've been I've been really worried about it, man. All these studies we read about studies all day here that just right. freak me out. I yeah. uh, so we have heart disease in my family, and so so Liv, you don't know this. I did mornings for eight years on Casey, so I know mm. the but not this type of mornings. Like you guys are here so damn early, and that's going to be a big change for me too. And so like ramping up ever since we announced this, and like I knew I was coming to the Riz Show, mm. I uh, started <laughs> I started going and getting some tests done, and I'm like doing this full like inside out health just cleanse, like getting Smart. myself ready yeah. because like, yeah, I read a thing, an article not too long ago where it was talking about lack of sleep is the number one thing, even for young, healthy people like all of us in this room right yep. now, where even if you are completely healthy, you don't get a good night's rest for like two days in a row. Your cardiovascular health completely plummets Ooh. even like two days okay. and you have to ramp it back up. And so if you don't prioritize sleep, especially if you got crazy hours like this show, yep. I mean, you will go downhill fast. You were speaking yeah. my language. That's why Thursday, you know, I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to stay alive by Thursday. Clearly, after two days, you said right. my cardiovascular, <laughs> right. my health is just smashing the concrete and that's how my heart feels. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 difficult. I was here at 245 uh, this the, this morning. It sounds early. And listen, dude, we're, I'm not I'm I'm not digging holes for a living yeah. anymore. Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm not building. I'm not on the roof in a hundred degree uh, weather. So I am. I'm a blessed individual. Riz would hate to hear the hear me say that word. But I am. I'm very fortunate. I understand that. But definitely takes its toll on my health. Yeah. I have aged. You know, 15 years in the last nine years. That's how it is. Uh, if if not more. And it and it and it catches you uh, a bit more now. I just turned 42. So you know, I'm Whoa. starting, starting Happy to really feel it, man. Hey, thank Old-timer. you. Thank you very much. Hey, but yeah, it's inter- this interesting. This is why to say hobbies that. are important too. Because when you get off work, you can go and do those things you really enjoy. Like yesterday, I finally picked up some hobbies, and so oh, I uh, you know lined up a whole bunch of things, and I was like, I'll just do a quick nap. And then next thing you know, it's almost five. I was like, How did I sleep through my alarms? Hey, Every good for you. Wow. Yikes! That's awesome. I haven't good. slept like that in a while. Good for you. you. Needed it. So that was nice. Well, Liv, you agree with the professor, and they say it's all about the routine of five days of work, then two days of weekend. So when you take Wednesday off, we go two days of work, day off, two days of work, two days off. When we break up our rhythm like that, it breaks us out of our routines. You should feel less stressed, less overwhelmed at work because you're not staring down yet another five-day week. You only have a few days to tackle at a time. Yeah. You should also feel more excited about your time off because it's, not, it's, it's such a non-traditional day off, almost like having a snow day as a kid. Yeah. Ooh, kind of. So they're saying uh. psychologically it feels so good. And it makes your Tuesday happier because, mm-hmm. whoop, I got a day off tomorrow. 
Plus, Wednesdays are a good day off because everything you might do is less crowded from yes. movies to amusement parks to restaurants. So if you're one of those uh, folks that's kind of making their own schedule these days, whether it's post-2020 or maybe you got a new gig and you, you're kind of a, a pick-your-schedule person, maybe consider having Wednesday be the day. Take after Liv. She seems yeah. she seems smart. And then if you're working a nine to five, so do like all the doctor's offices and whatnot. So it's yeah. like I have to take time off of work, maybe lose out on some money in order to go see the damn doctor. At least if you got a Wednesday off, there's your built in appointment day. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. That's, that's you nice. guys are making me turn my my perspective. Now now I'm pro I'm pro Wednesday pro off. Pro Wednesday. Yeah. Oh man, well, it's so funny. You were just talking about the 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 heart health, and it was you know in in families, and you're worried about uh, that that kind of stuff. And right before the right before we opened the mics, we were talking about well, first of all, we were talking about toe hair, and we, we were talking about so many things in this yeah. room. We covered so much ground, and we about were talking 15 body minutes. hair in general. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it started with top hair, like you know, hair on our head. Yeah. And it Which, went down from there. And it went down. <laughs> Which is funny. So for the majority, I mean, you know, all my life, anytime a doctor said, hey, do you have heart, issue, heart issues in the uh, in the family or kidney issues in the family? My answer was, I'm adopted. I don't know. Right. And that, that was the truth. And when I found, um, when I, uh, when I, when I met my, uh, my, my birth parents, you know, you would think that those would be one of your first questions. Uh, hey, just real quick, can we get it out of the way so I can tell the doctor's. Uh, if there's any uh, history of cancer, right. or history of this. Important. Uh, my first question after meeting my biological mother, uh, and lovely people, by the way, I, I, struck, it, I struck it rich. Like, you know, the, the, my, my scenario is different than every, every, everybody else's scenario. They're all, they're all very different. And mine just worked out uh, wonderfully. But when I met her, um, you know, said hello and like, wow, this is so unique. I'm seeing somebody that, like, you know, has my genes. I'm, you know, I can see myself in somebody. So I never had that experience. But the very first thing I asked was, hey, uh, was your dad bald at any point? <laughs> hey. Priorities. <laughs> Give me a list of all the bald people in the family. Like, if I get cancer, will I still look good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. It was just a, like, hey, is there is there baldness? Because I, you know, I, I think it's that myth that uh, the bald gene comes from your mother's side of the family or something mm. like that. So. Is it a myth, though? At that point, I was highly concerned. Highly Are, concerned. Do you? So, um, I was at band practice last night, and we were talking because I got some highlights in my hair a couple hey, weeks ago. Nice. Hey, nice. No, I was going to comment. I was going to mention that your hair looks spectacular. <laughs> Thank you. I look like Cliff Burton today. Anyway, um, I uh, was talking to my bassist last night, and he and he was. We were talking about my hair, and he was like, "Your hair looks so lovely." And I'm, he goes, "You know, women's hair is the essence of their sexuality and of their their beauty and all this." And I was like, "You're right." I'm like, "I do." I'm in that stage of my life almost where I'm like hiding behind my hair and I think a majority of people do that like hmm. having good hair is important right Absolutely. to men and women to all people like I think it is a it's a form of expression everybody's looks different I love that um so yeah balding big uh big thing and I have balding in my family too so we're gonna be look at us in 10 years we're gonna be looking awesome yeah well I have some of those friends that were super worried about it too and then they and then they started going bald and people are like you know just 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 get rid of all of it and they look so good. Yeah. They yeah. look so some good. Some people rock the balls. Yeah. Dude, some people just look better that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Bald guys with big old beards. Hot, oh, hot, That's your hot, thing? Hot. Mm. Well, yeah. it's a good day for, that's it. for <laughs> learn then because I feel like that's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good world we're living in right now. <laughs> yeah. My buddy, I'm married. Hello. A buddy of mine at church, he uh, had really curly hair and stuff, but it started thinning. He's in his early 20s. Mm. And it was to the point, you know, where few were just hanging in there. So he did the shave thing, yeah. and then he grew a beard. Mm. He looks amazing. Dude, that's the He that's just switched it up immediately. Yeah. Well, you're talking about, like, different hairstyles and all that, and you see a lot of that on uh, 
on social media, and there's been a trend in recent years to uh, take periodic extended breaks from social media, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are on breaks, especially after the 2020 stuff and all that, whether it's for your mental health or your mood or uh, just to have you know better use of your time. But the clutches of social media are strong, and not everybody is willing to step away. Yep. So in a new poll, 36% of people said they've taken an extended break from social me- media because it has have it, it has had a negative effect. 55% said that they have not, and 10% said they aren't sure. When it's broken down by demographics, the most likely to take extended breaks are... Girls. Wrong. Young. Oh. <laughs> Young. <laughs> I have a button for that. You no. Tried. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, liberal millennial men living oh. in the West. That's oh very specific. It is. <laughs> the least likely to take breaks from social media are women. Middle-aged, conservative, middle-aged white women. Conservative boomer women living in the Midwest. Ladies, take a break. Hello, ladies. Take a break. (laughs) Of all the subcategories, those 65 and older, get these stats, 65 and older were by far the least likely to step away from social media. 75% of them say that they have never taken a break and don't intend to. Let me say this. I, I know why. I know I can tell you right now why. Millennial liberal West Coast dudes... They are more in tune with their mental health, mental health of the millennial age. We're talking about it more. It's top of mind. We understand our triggers, blah, blah, blah. Conservative, white, middle-aged boomer women (laughs) have been dealing with a lot their whole lives. (laughs) They don't want to stop. They are like, I'm going to get the keyboard warrior woman, conservative white chick. Holy crow. Yeah, think of they do not back down for anyone. Yeah, no, and that six-year-old plus folks that are uh, avoiding, you know, giving up social media, they spent majority of their life without it. So yeah. I think they're just so amazed where they could like, yap and people get mad at them. <laughs> I just made someone mad. <laughs> this is not, great. Wait a minute, somebody's reacting to what I'm saying. Oh, now Finally, I respond absolutely. To them. This is great. These numbers are wild too. When asked if social media was more has more of a positive or negative effect on your own mental health, more than 40% of adults ages 18 to 44 said it was positive. But only 12% of those 65 and older said it was positive. So Less, fewer of them think it's positive, but they ain't going away. Mm-mm. But They're they, they love the rage. They like they yeah. revel in it. Yeah, only two percent say it's very positive. Thirty-three percent of older folks describe it as uh, uh, negative. Now that's not sixty-five and older necessarily. Uh, with eleven percent saying it's very negative. The biggest chunk, thirty-six percent, are neutral, saying it's neither positive nor negative. That said, older folks have uh, may have more time to burn on social media, so that's probably a big part as well. Oh yeah, uh, uh, and many probably use it to keep in touch with families and grandchildren. So mm. that's that zooms it in a little bit better. Uh, and no. No grandma is uh, going to say that she needs an extended break from her grandkids, if you know what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. Oh, man, grandparents on Facebook, the most adorable thing ever because they don't, most of them that are, like, really old, they don't understand, like, oh, you don't have to put, like, love grandma after, like, every comment. Oh, I know. Like, we see, like, like, my grandma's name was Imogene. Like, if Imogene were alive and, like, on Facebook, she would be, like, love you, like, at the end of each comment, oh, you man, know? I gotta, see, I, my I, nana I follows me on Facebook, and she texted me the other day, and she said, you just posted a really beautiful picture. Will you send it to me so I can put it on the table with the rest of the kids? 
And it was it was my St. Patrick's Day picture. So it's a green tank top and it says gorillas. It's the band yeah. gorillas. She and she added, Your shirt says gorilla. Yeah, she's <laughs> down. Like I got you, Nana. I'll get you my, my gorillas oh, picture. That? That's adorable. It's great that you mentioned a grandma. I got a grandma here. It's a grandma granddaughter uh TikTok duo. So I don't know if they if Hot. if if it really is the duo, all the posts are, you know, with two mm-hmm. of them. But the granddaughter posted it. And the grandmother is laying out dating etiquette from the perspective Ooh. of 80-year-old Gail Rudnick. Love it. Gail. Let's hear it, Gail. She, she talks about uh, who picks the drinks, uh, what to order, how to properly end the date. Here she is. Listen. The gentleman should always pull out a chair for a woman if they're going to a restaurant. The person who initiates the date should do the choosing of the liquor. If she's taking him out... Then she should choose. You should not order the most expensive thing on the menu. Or even share something. Say, you know, we could share. That that would be work for me because I can't eat the whole thing. And I think when the date is over, he should get out of the car in front of her house or apartment and open the door for her. Okay. Huh. I don't like the picking of the drink scale. I was I, just going to say, that's like, that, that's a grandma, no, grandma, grandma no, 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 no. sensitive. We want to pick the drink. We want to watch the drink come from the bartender's hand to my hand. Yes. Nobody's picking drinks besides mm-hmm. yeah. me. But I do wish myself. she would speak to my wife about the, you don't have to pick the most expensive thing out on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even nice. look at the menu. She just orders the most expensive yeah. thing. Oh, that's expensive. Hot brass. Go for it. What are the sort of, like, old school rules do you guys appreciate? From a women's perspective, we, we rarely get this, like, oh, you know, yes. Let women's. us edu- here. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Ladies, women's educate the people. As far as like old old school stuff, the yeah, holding okay. of the doors, yes. all that. Because I feel like there's there's been a lot of shifts with that. And mm. and honestly, listen, yeah. tell listen. you what they they want. I'm just kidding. No, we, yeah. Listen, Let's man, explain this. <laughs> for the most part, men, men we we, we want to be gentlemen. We we mm. we want to, and it's not for the um, it's not for the points. It's not to score points. Right. Like uh, you know, she thinks I'm a gentleman or or uh, um. It's it's not necessarily. About you just want to like, get it right. We want to yeah. feel like we're we're being good men okay. and, and taking care of those around us. So with all the rule shifts, I think this is a pertinent question. Like, what yeah. old school things should we be keeping, and what can you think of that we should let go of? See, I and I never expect this, and if it, the dude never does this, it's fine. But I've recently, within the last couple of years, had guys open up the car door for me, oh. and it like catches me off guard every time. Like. Okay, that's that's very that's sweet. very sweet in a good way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, I've even had just male friends do that for me, and I'm like, you are such a sweetheart. They want to date you. Mm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> let me just throw this out there as a wing lady. Oh, hey, that's not necessary. Hey, now true. let me. Here, hang on a second. That's not necessarily. You true. know what I like? I like uh, Tim, my husband. So. When we were dating, he doesn't really do this anymore because he doesn't necessarily get the opportunity. But Mm. for some reason, this sticks out in my mind that I thought was so super hot when we were dating. We were at a show and we were making our way through a pit. And we were like going from one part of the venue to the other, like to meet up with some friends. And he was walking in front of me and he did a really good job. And I don't even know if he realized he was doing this, but I took note. He would block, like if people people were dancing and moving and drunk and stuff, he would kind of block them yes. where they wouldn't touch me as we were walking through. And it was the hottest thing because no guy has ever done that before. And I've always had to like elbow people myself. So like that was just really mm-hmm. incredible that he was like, and he didn't even, it wasn't like he was like pushing people out of the way. He was just making sure like nobody bumped into his girl and spilled her drink. And I yeah, that was I've happen. had that happen nice. too, like where he's behind me and like there's a hand on the hip and kind of like, you know, give, giving me a yeah. bubble of protection. It's like, oh, thanks. All right. <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> well done, Tim. Lots of, yeah. lots of points. What, what do you guys like the girls do that your ladies do? Yeah.
Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Like, oh, tell, I'm the only single Pringle here, so I need to take some notes. You just froze us. Yeah, that's uh, a tough question. Man, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, <laughs> what we- yeah, I like the, I guess, like, the random. I mean, it's 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 also like, uh, it's it's not, it's. You know what? You just want to feel like like you're you're cared for, you're loved, and yeah. you're and you're and you're uh, and somebody's doing something for you. And it's it's not necessarily the gender things. Of course, I'm I'm, I'm not going to riz it over here and say something like, "Well, you know, when she cleans the clothes and does mm. the food, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that kind of stuff." But but when my wife, like, if I come home from from the day, you know, I've been up for hours and hours. Yeah, I've, I've been here since two forty five. If I come home and and there's lunch, which often there is. I feel so taken care of. Right. Like that feels mm-hmm. so lovely. Probably in the exact same way that y'all felt taken care of when somebody was uh, looking out for you in a crowd right. or, or whatever. It's it's those little things, and and that uh, I think that that goes both ways pretty easily. Yeah, making food and nourishing the body and and giving time that way. That's that's really good stuff. Yeah. Being uh, being being taken care of. Speaking of taking care of, did you guys hear that we uh, we lost a few family members? And before you get get sad. We we gave away we rehomed three guinea pigs. Yes, the guinea pig. Three Ooh. guinea pigs to lovely listener uh, Casey, by the way, uh, who uh, has an entire herd of guinea pigs, and they've <gasps> they've already, she sent pictures, and they've already been added Aww. into the herd, and Aww. like couldn't be a better home that they went to, which was really good because my daughter took this really difficult. Sure. It, was, it was very hard. It was her decision to, to give them away because she just doesn't have the time, and she's been spending a lot of money to take care of them, and and uh, she's she said it was time, but it was it was it was a tough goodbye. So we got rid of those things. But, you know, what's funny is beforehand I said, hey, you know these these Twitch channels? 
are like making tons of uh, of views and money and all that with just st- uh, static camera shots mm-hmm. of like bunny rabbits or ducks on a pond. And then if you if you send bits, which is like tips and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, it'll like you can rig it up where. Uh, a treat falls down and feeds the ducks. That's amazing. <laughs> or, that's or, awesome. or feeds the hamster or feeds the guinea pigs right. or whatever it may be. So I told my daughter about this and she's like, wow, that's a, that's a great idea. Well, there goes the money. We just gave that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now it's going to Twitch. But a lot of people on social media say uh, that they're slammed with dozens and dozens and dozens of people's cute photos of their pets. I'm sure we all mm-hmm. follow pet. I follow some random uh, 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 white German shepherd in Switzerland. Ooh, sounds beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. It's the photographer is the owner, so it's like the most beautiful photos and videos of this dog, yeah. like running right. in the mountains in Switzerland. It's like one of the best follows I've ever had. And I'm, so I follow all sorts of people's pets, even strangers. Yeah, I follow this one dog, Wigglebutt. I forgot the last <laughs> one, but it's Wigglebutt. It looks identical to my dog, and I, yet I still follow that one and watch the videos. <laughs> it does the exact same thing my dog does. I'm like, why am I not posting? Right. All this stuff, because this yeah. guy has millions of followers making tons of money, and I have the same creature yeah, that so does we, the same tricks. So we all have pets here. We all do it. I see your cats. Oh, yeah, Clover and Willow. The last time I saw you, I was like, man, your cats are a good follow. Like, you know, I, I follow your your stuff, and of course, I'm interested in learning and her career and everything you got going. And... I got nothing else going on. But <laughs> those cats, cats. I, I don't have cats, <laughs> and I love living vicariously through y'all's yeah, cats. Yeah. Cats are the best, man. They're so good. They're good for cardiovascular health. Not to be that lady, but like they're, they, <laughs> the, the purrs, the purrs, they lower mm. your heart rate. And I mean, they're just the loves of my life. Um, yeah, I, I follow my TikTok feed is just nonstop <laughs> animals from across the world. Yeah. And I love it. Like farms. Um, I've been really uh, into uh, like otters lately. Like there's good otter. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie's really into otters. There's an <laughs> otter channel on Twitch that makes so much money. It's ridiculous. You're they're just so watching cute. otters. That's it. You're just yeah, watching them swim. They're so smart and interesting. Yeah. Well, in a new poll, 51% of pet owners say that they think that they could sell merchandise of their pet to other people. In fact, there are entire relationships that have been reduced to sharing pet photos. And 33% of pet owners already uh, have designed their own pet merch and are ready for sale. Now, listen, I got a friend who got off the road. He was a drummer in a band, a tour with him in Australia. Super nice dude, talented guy, could make a living in music. Well, his wife owns Doug the Pug. So no, they what? make a career of Doug the Pug. That dude got in a commercial, and they've been slamming ever since. Did Doug die? No, 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 no. Doug is fine. <laughs> no, He's bones, just... no bones pug That's died. That's the pug that passed. Yeah, yeah, Doug is Terrible fine. Noodle. Oh, my gosh. Let me... Yeah, set your mind at ease there. Doug is Doug is uh, doing fine. He's in good health. He's old, so he's getting a little slouchy. Yeah. Uh, they do have another pet, I think, in reserves. You know what I'm saying? Pugs mm. are so mm-hmm. freaking cute. The little gremlins. See, I don't agree. I, I don't know what? why. I can't get on the pug train. How dare you? I know that's controversial. <laughs> I'm going to bring you over to Monroe County. There's a lady who breeds <laughs> pugs. I almost got one one time. Before Look, I it's cats. not that I don't like them, but like... I just don't see the cuteness in them. I'm going to sit you in a room <laughs> with 20 little pug puppies, and you will be over... You you do not Maybe. know joy yeah. until you've been in a room with twenty bug puppies, oh little mouth they're breathers. Fun yeah, <laughs> oh, they're so oh, cute. Dude. <laughs> they're so cute. So, do you have a, an, a, an account for Mando? I don't. People have been telling me to make one, but okay. I, I don't know. It just seems like another thing to do. Think about <laughs> it, man. Make some merch. You, and you don't have an account for a clover. No, no, or no. Willow I was just cats. me. Just a, I got uh, I have socks with them on it. Oh, see, oh. Christmas I got those this yeah. year. See? Well, we should merch. just have. We should all make an Instagram page that we all have access to, and it's all the point pets. Point pets. Love it. Point pets. That's brilliant. Uh, That's brilliant. We do have an account for radio, just because so many people were asking for more pictures, and we didn't want to flood ours, mm -hmm. so we just made one just to see. 
And like it's you know we we should probably keep up with it more because radio is very entertaining. But thirty six percent of pet owners have set up dedicated uh, social media accounts for their pets, and we follow them. We like them. We comment on all of these posts. So no wonder they think that their pets are more special than other pets. There's a demand for that content. Like you said, TikTok knows, and they've flooded your entire feed with yep. them. Yep. Do you uh, have any of the pets that can talk with buttons? Yes. <gasps> you guys seen so that? Cool. You can train cats. I've seen cats and dogs really? where cats? you have these buttons wow. and they ha- they're just associated with a word. Like it might say walk or food. Yeah. And they know and they can push it. And even like emotions like mad, mm-hmm. love, yeah. pet. So cool. Uh, I don't, know if I, buy, I don't know amazing. if I buy the emotion ones. Oh, I buy it 100%. Right? I mean, isn't this I'm just invested. Pa- isn't it just Pavlov's dog? It's, it's the ring and the bell. Yeah. To go to the bathroom, so it's like I'm gonna hit this, and they're gonna give me a treat. If I hit sad, they're gonna they're gonna pet me because they think I'm sad. Yeah, right. but like there's one lady that like went out of town for a couple of days. She comes back, and the cat's like, "Mom, mad, mom, mad, pet." <laughs> like I'm mad you left, pet me. Right, but isn't it just a response of, uh, "Hey, you've been gone, and I really need a pet, pet." Yeah, pet, yeah. Pet, so it's, it's mad button. The angst of it all. Mad. I'm <laughs> mad that you left. So pet me, woman. You know anybody that has amazing. a tattoo of their pet? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm like I'm I'm borderlining on getting two Do little it. cats on me. Well, um, one of my friends, she has a portrait of her cat on her sleeve. It is the coolest tattoo, and it's like it looks like an old Victorian portrait. Whoa! Like with a frame. Oh yeah. And I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna go that big and bold, but like, I mean, I'm almost there. When they're done cleverly and they're done right, and they're like a really good tattoo. Yeah. Some of those pet tattoos are some of the coolest ones I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, they're they're nice. Twenty five percent of people that are obsessed with pets online say that they would consider getting a tattoo of their current pet, and another sixteen percent already have a pet themed tattoo on their body. Actually, radio is named after uh, a dog. Uh, my buddy Brandon, who's the um, the drummer of Rancid, he used to be in the Used, and he brought Radio, his dog Radio, uh, on tour. That was the first like tour dog that we experienced, and she was just such a sweetheart, man. And he lost her. Ooh, I don't know, about six months before we got radio. And I just thought that was the coolest name, and uh, he posted a lot about her. He's got the most badass radio tattoo on his arm. Aww. And uh, so I, I called him. I was like, hey, man, um, if you're not planning on getting another dog naming radio, which would probably be a little weird, uh, could I, you know, adopt adopt the name and keep the keep the memory going, you know? And, and my wife and I met in radio. Yeah. I, I do radio every morning, so that would be a really cool dog name. Uh, for our dog, and he gave me the blessing, and that's Aww, that's where that's the cool. radios. The, yeah, yeah, that's that's, I like celebrity pets. Like I remember the first memory I have of celebrities that I or musicians that I enjoy having animals was the album Sixteen Stone because on the back cover of it, yeah, the mop dog Winston was his name. Aww, it was Gavin Rossdale's dog, and I was like, that is so cool. Like, and it was the first time I was ever really cognizant that like, oh yeah, like rock stars have animals too that they love just as much as normal people and and yeah that mop dog it just had i mean this dog i don't remember what kind it was it was like a, like a sheep dog with like literally Wild. looked like, like it had dreads yeah yes. had dreads yeah so cool it was so cool that it looked like a it looked like a mop it, I mean, yeah. it looked it like a, a giant mop with, bush. with claws yeah both times that i've seen bush since moving here gavin's little pomeranian's hanging out no, <laughs> and it just right. makes me giggle every time that he's got like this little pretty dog i had a little a long-haired chihuahua that i took on tour and he was just the best absolutely best. he was murdered um, <gasps> what what oh, yeah, yeah. you can't just drop yeah, that casually oh, man, he was happens. murdered he was, he was what dog- happens when you hang out with a bad crowd now he was dog murdered by a um <gasps> by a jack russell oh my god jack other, russell an otherwise sweet jack russell yes yes that uh, is terrible yeah nala took a life i hope she can live with herself 
knowing that mm. she took Boo's life. Mm. But uh, that's that's what happened. By the way, that that dog on the bush on the bush record, mm-hmm. not the first dog I've seen on a rock and roll record. Oh, what else? The first one was by a guy named Scott King Scott over here. Oh my god, I've heard of him. His what first band, first song ever, ha- featured a dog laying on a kitchen floor, and it was his dog Henrietta. Yeah. yeah, Henrietta was the song. Did you remember that? Yeah, it was a, it was a, I was in a comedic band. Oh, as a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> what are you on? As a fourteen-year-old, and uh, yeah, so my only love song was uh, about, you know, it sounded like it was about a lady, but it was about Henrietta. It was a goofy Aww. thing. Need to bring that out for three uh, SG. Yeah, I think so, man. Man, actually, st- there's some good songs in there. St- it's, oh, it's two SG. I'm sorry, two SG. Well, I'm in the band now, of- so it's three oh, SG. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I love. I didn't know that I added myself in your band. I love it. Well, welcome aboard. <laughs> More the merrier. Uh, speaking of social media, you gotta you gotta see this. I don't I don't know if you've heard it, and maybe you ladies are already on this, and we're just late to the party here. A recent TikTok trend called the Everything Shower. Mm. You know what this is? Yes. The Bagel Spice. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that's what I thought of too. It it's it's picking up steam after the Wall Street Journal actually did a story on it. So this is when you take an extra long shower. Extra long shower to me is like ooh, thirty five minutes. I'm whoa, maybe whoa. forty, right? Uh, nice. They're talking about an hour or more. <gasps> Let's waste all the water. Why not? Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Uh, I thought uh, somebody's got to pay these bills here, man. Right? Yeah, but you also have stuff to do. Yeah, no kidding. So an extra long shower, maybe an hour or more, and basically give yourself a full spa treatment once a week. People on TikTok, mostly women, are posting videos showing off their routine. No, Scott, it's not what you think. Oh. It's not TikToks of people in the shower, necessarily. Aww. No nudity. Uh, yeah, yeah it, looks, it looks, honestly, it looks like more of an ad for like 32 different shower products. Mm. All these yeah. different lotions and masks. And some very disappointed ladies when they get their gas bill at the end of the month. Mm. We'll, Ooh, we'll, that we'll, was expensive. Or maybe they got tankless. May, we'll, put, oh, okay, uh, we'll, we'll put some of them up on the blog, but instead of washing yourself down, an everything shower might include stuff like facial treatments, full body exfoliator, mm. a deep conditioning hair mask, and a detoxifying scalp rub. So basically every beauty product you've got. Some people also light candles and sit around in a robe when they're done to give it even more of a spa day feel. The point is to relax and treat yourself. Fans of the trend say it's good for your physical and mental health. Uh, this has to be mainly women because every guy I know is trying to get in, get the work done, and get out as fast as possible as far as I know. And B, I feel like after all these lotions and everything, I'd be a walking slip and slide. And if I happen to fall down, <laughs> I, I just wouldn't stop moving. Well, is this the best way to go about that? Because, like, I mean, I'm all about, like, the hair mask and the face mask mm-hmm. and the exfoliation and all that. But I don't want to be, like, I almost feel like it's a waste to do that in the shower. Like, a big old yeah. tub is, like, such a better option and you're not possibly wasting as much water, possibly. Yeah, if I'm doing a mask or something, it is, like, I'm chilling on my bed or something yeah. or the couch. I but, feel- like, the long showers is when I have to do, like, a f- the full body shave. Yes. That's what takes forever. The gymnastics of that, yeah. that you have to fully, you have to yeah. moisturize. Contortions. And the only time I ever use the mask or anything like that is when I'm robbing banks. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's a good time to get your exfoliation. By the way, there's a soft man out yeah. for your arrest right now. You know those candle shops at the mall, though? I feel like I would just smell like one of those. You know when you go by a candle shop and, yeah. your, and your brain goes, whoa, 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 we can only take so much of this? Mm. Yes. You know, like if you want to go in here, you got four minutes. Before your brain starts getting a headache just because of the, the aroma. I feel like, like that's, if you walked past me after an hour shower where you're using 15 different lotion products, you're just going to smell like a candle, which may be a good thing to me. Right. 
it would be it would be rough for me to feel that slick and that slippery. By the way, I, I'm a bar soap guy. Yeah, me too. Through and through, dude. Those those um mm. those those squeezy jelly ones. I don't feel like they come off of me. I feel like I I got grease oh. on me the whole day. Do you lose no, no, I just use my hands and occasional wash rag. I'm a, I'm a bar soap girl, you know, to do my shavings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I like to have uh, the loofah to really like scrub down everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's how I roll. I do the yeah. washcloth. But I use shower gel too. Sometimes we'll do a bar if I'm in the mood. I can't do the shower gel. I use. uh, I'm like one of those hippie people, you know. I use my hands, but the shower gel that has next to no ingredients in it. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, let's stay in the shower. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about some shower thoughts? It's like yes. Okay, firefly is the opposite of waterfall. Dun dun dun. The letter X has more uses in math than in the English language. Mm. Don't you dare. Sounds normal. Do not you dare. Sounds weird. Do not you dare. Wow. Do, Do not, not you, dare. you dare. Do not I like you that. dare. Oh my gosh, my son, uh, he's he's one of the most unique people. He's so, he's so cool. And for years there, not so much now, but for years there, even into elementary school and, and early middle school, he just had the most unique way to speak. And he, he would say, I cannot do that. He would never Aww. say like, I can't do that. He would say, uh, that's something I just cannot do. And I was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> Speaking like some some guy from the 18th century. Right, a little English guy. <laughs> I loved it. Um, when you uh, when you wait for a waiter, you become a waiter. <gasps> That's true. Butter is just food lotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Volleyball. My bread. <laughs> yeah. Volleyball is just hardcore hot potato. <laughs> While your nose can run, your feet can smell. That's Weird. Theme parks can snap a crystal clear picture of you moving at 70 miles an hour. But a bank camera can't capture a clear shot of a robber standing still. No (laughs) doubt. Disney's got a bigger budget. Also, just piggybacking on that, like, how do we have imagery of the edges of the galaxy in such gorgeous photos that are clear, or at least clear as much as we think? But, like, we don't have anything like that just... You think that technology would be cheap by now? Yes. Like, think of the phones we even had 10 years ago. Those cameras are better than these bank cameras. Right. Stick them over there. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to hit hard for three out of the four of us in the room. Tall people are asked to use their reach to help shorter people. But if a taller person were to ask a short person to hand them something they dropped, that would be insulting. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) And so true. But I'll start doing that. Thank you. Uh, Do not touch would probably be a really unsettling thing to read in Braille. Mm. Mm. Dogs don't realize you can make mistakes. So if you trip over him in the dark, he thinks you just got up to kick him in the head. Oh, no. <laughs> My dog does that same thing. My dog now feels me coming and knows that I can't see and will move real quickly, real quickly in the morning. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's like two something in the morning. Right. I'm walking through the dark. And occasionally radio decides... This is the spot. Mm-hmm. The one trail that I have I have to go, this is the spot. But she does move. Uh, thank you to listener John for sending those. Those, in. those are very are, good. Those very are kind. awesome. Much appreciated. <laughs> you know, and just staying on this tip, and we're not going to be on the the, uh, the, the, the women thing all, all day. But, oh, uh, yes, you are. Oh, yeah? Oh. This is it. This is the only time. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Oh, this is our one opportunity. <laughs> They're threatening me. Um is this a legitimate way to go through life, or does it just show how privileged you are? A new term called lucky girl syndrome. This has been trending. Mm-hmm. I've been saving this for today, by the way. 
It's when you assume everything will work out in your favor and people claim it somehow causes good things to come your way. Some influencer did a TikTok video on it last month uh, and then another one by two girls eating noodles in a car went even more viral. The general idea is that good things will happen if you tell yourself everything always works out for you and that in some mystical way uh, the deck is kind of stacked in your favor, right? Isn't that manifesting? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically manifesting. Yeah, apparently this is really kind of more of a uh, a gal thing right now. That at least that's where it is uh, on the on the trending. Is that because factor. it says lucky girl? Uh, well, the key is you have to really start believing it's true. Somebody pointed out that it's just rehashing of something called the law of assumption. Uh, that a guy came up with in the 60s. If you assume if you assume something's true, it eventually manifests itself into becoming reality, like you guys mentioned. It's also the law of attraction, made mm -hmm. famous by The Secret in 2006. So yeah, this is just a recycled idea. Yeah. But some people are, are just aren't fans. They say that it's delusional and it's a form of toxic positivity, and gets a lot of people that don't you know don't have the the luck yeah. into trouble believing these things. Here's uh, here's one of these TikTok gals. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like, I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. Literally no better way to explain it than, like, it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. And the thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face. Like, I'm not kidding. And I wouldn't even call this, like, toxic positivity because I genuinely believe that, like, the best things just happened to me. Do you guys toxic like positivity? Do you guys, like, think you're lucky girl syndrome? I tend to th think the worst, so then when good things happen, I am just way more excited and surprised. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> She's pessimistic girl. Yeah. Oh, syndrome. Oh, yeah. neat. Yeah. It's going to be terrible, and then it's not. It's like, oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a problem with this because I have a problem with toxic positivity. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is like the love bombing thing where I feel like, okay, so... In one regard, we're totally fine with manifesting. We're pr That's an awesome mindful exercise to do. That's getting in touch with your soul and to do good work in your life. That's, that's cool. But then this is just a, I, I think there's maybe we're getting hung up on the phrasing and the titling, lucky girl syndrome. Um, and, and that's what makes it so toxic positive. It's the same exact thing. So I look at it and go, well, yeah, if you have a good outlook on life and you're trying to at least see the positive in everything or mm -hmm. you're if you're if you're really hoping for something to happen and you're manifesting it, you're writing about it, you're you're only saying, you know, like, yes, I'm going to get that job or that promotion at work or whatever. And you're telling yourself that and then it happens. Are you lucky or are you putting so much self-esteem in yourself yeah. that you're working so hard that you do, in fact, get the promotion. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like you start uh, planning on something happening and you start steering towards that and it does happen yeah. and it's shocking. Yeah. Right. So, oh, yeah. And that, they said it was happened in the 60s when the first thing out, but that book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, was like in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Napoleon Hill. I mean, this right. is an yeah, old-timey These are, are age-old concepts from the yeah, ancient yeah, yeah. Greeks that, that have been recycled in, in, in different ways. And I'm sure they're never going away. We're just talking about them in, yeah, in different ways. I think. But we're talking about we're talking about you choices. Steer yourself. We're talking about choices. So, uh, <laughs> a loyal weirdo Joe here sent in some "Would You Rather" choices. Oh. You guys want to go through some? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Uh, he, he actually uh, called in and said, or, or, or sent the list in because we were talking about would you rather have a high-paying job that you hate or a low-paying job that you love? And I don't know if you guys saw the results. The high-paying job that you hate actually won mm -hmm. by like 1%. I mean, it was neck and neck, really. But that one won and got him thinking a lot uh, about some uh, would-you-rathers. So some of these are gnarly. Some of these are gnarly. Prepare yourself. Would you rather? We'll start with you, Liv. Would you rather die in 20 years with no regrets or live to 100 guaranteed with a lot of regrets? 
Ooh. I mean, I think I've already accumulated regrets at this point. So. Ah, so you're, you're used to it. I'm used to it, yeah. It's just par for the course. It happens. Yeah. So I'll live to 100. All right, all right. Good answer. It was live till 20? Uh, no, no, no. Die in 20 years. Die in 20 From years right with no regrets. With no regrets. I, I, yeah, I think I'm with live. I think I would live to 100. I mean, yeah, I got, a, I got some regrets in my life so far. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, you got to go to the 100. You got to have a story to tell. Lessons mm-hmm. to learn. Yeah. And if you have no regrets, then you're a silly fool. You've not learned a thing. Yeah. You got to have regrets. I agree. I Move agree. on. I, I think the no regrets thing is actually one of the more dangerous. It's very dangerous. One of the more dangerous things to live by. It's because silly. Because people are basically saying, well, I'm just not going to think too hard and take any responsibility for anything that we've yeah. done or, or damaged, you know, in the past. And therefore, we'll just move on like... And like, guess what? Like everything's dandy. It's okay to say you've made a mistake and you screwed up and it's okay yeah. to ask people to forgive you. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Would you rather be able to take anything back that you say or hear any conversation that's about you? I don't want to hear what people are saying about me. Right. <laughs> this is an easy one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be able to undo an email or yeah. unsend an email. Yeah. Right? A really oh, bad yeah. break on air. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, do that. I'm like right down the middle because- You like, want to hear what people are saying well, about no, you? Because I'm already like, I'm a people pleaser, which so I overthink everything. I'm always thinking everybody hates me. Okay. I got a lot mm-hmm. of self-esteem issues. Samesies. And, uh, <laughs> and insecurity. But- yeah, I don't really want, like, I guess that would confirm or deny the things that I'm thinking people are thinking about me already. But then also, like, yeah, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. And yeah. would I let, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like down the middle. I guess I would. Uh, wow. That's, this is the biggest surprise of the day for me. What? No, Dude. I, I mean, I, I think I think because of my insecurities, I would probably want to know. I want to know what these mofos oh, are no, saying. Well, that man, would no. kill my mental health. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm, I'm killing my mental health already, so I <laughs> might as well know the truth. But people's opinions are only important to them. They're not even your business. Dude, yeah. I know. I know. Trust. This is why I'm in therapy. <sighs> when you have a job like we have a job where yeah. your job literally is determined by people listening to you, mm-hmm. liking you, blah, blah, blah. Right. That goes into your baseline psychology and becomes such a... And already I'm a perfectionist, people pleaser, all this crap. So I'm just being completely real with you. Yeah, I'd want to know what people are saying. Yeah, but if you... if you, yeah. I feel like if you if you please yourself and you're honoring yourself yeah. and, you, and you're not dipping below your line of integrity, mm. then the the people that you want to, uh, to, to be there for you or have your back are going to have you back because they like you for you actually yeah. being you. And you don't even need to know their opinion because... Other people's opinions are just that. They're just their opinion. They're not even my business. You can think whatever you want about me. Like, that's, that's your right. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, yeah. Think what, what you wish. It can't affect me. You, you cannot affect me. I'm hearing you, and I hope by working with you this <laughs> close for years to come that you start getting in here. But literally, you're like a ball to a wall right now coming off of my <laughs> <Yeah>. brain. Like, <laughs> and trust me, like tomorrow's therapy day, like so, we will deep dive into all. Do you, do you read... Uh, comments and all that whenever people you post something and oh my god oh of the course. announcement on Monday from nah. and it was majority positive which I was so grateful for um, and I even had my husband on Monday this last Monday we uh, announced that Rafe and I were joining the Riz Show and I told my husband you know the weekend before I said I'm not going to look at anything you are going to read everything and then if it's cool for me to read something you know to oh, actually yeah you know and and he texted me he goes babe everything majority is positive. I'm like, cool. So then I took a deep dive and everybody was so lovely and I felt really awesome and okay, I'm making a right career choice, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then like, you know, there was so much love. A couple of days later, some hateful bastards started rolling out and I, I just had to be like, okay, I'm going to take it, read it, let it go. 
But yeah, like, I mean, when you're in this business and I'm not trying to say like, woe is me, but like we do hear a lot about ourselves from complete strangers yeah, yeah. where if you do not have a good plan in place or a thick skin, it will demolish you. And, yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm not saying I don't have thick skin because I have worked in this business for so long that I do, but I just have a plan in place with how I go about it so it does not kill me because it can. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and my favorite is when people comment something like on the general, like the point page, like- you know, we can see that. Like, tag me. Like, if you want to say it, say it with your whole chest to me, or I I have no respect for what you're saying to me. <laughs> I had yeah. a guy trolling me on Twitter the other day. I apologize. <laughs> As an anonymous account, no real name, no real picture, and he was saying um, that I was the town bicycle back in Maine. <laughs> kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> points for wow. creativity. But then, this is what I did. is I, I'm not going to say my methods to spoil it, but I actually found out this guy's real name and his address. So, me just being like, I found out out who you are and oh. I could expose you for being such a piece of human garbage that made me feel better can I send Man. you some people and you can also <laughs> because here's the thing like I'm not even going to go into this with too much detail because this could become a legal matter but uh, I got an email yesterday that was borderline threatening and completely explicit and this person like there's no way that this person's name is for what it is and and the, there's all sorts of aliases that this person is going by and I I mean that's what I don't like. I don't like keyboard warriors who are not exactly who they are. I agree with you, mm -hmm. Liv. Like, be exactly who you are. Your name, where you're from, how long you've been on Facebook. Don't create multiple accounts and continually. It's cowardly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you can't it. insult me with your full chest and with your full identity, why? Why would I care? You can't. You're you're a coward. You are yeah. beneath me. I like that. Yeah. For the most part, I, I I think I just come from the artist perspective of like you writing music and all this. Like you're being extremely vulnerable. You're putting things yeah. out there, and uh, but you but you put it out there and you hope it connects. And when it when it doesn't, um, it doesn't. And 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 that's fine. But I didn't do it to do any. I didn't do it to serve anybody in particular. I was mm -hmm. just trying to communicate. I was trying to communicate with the planet what my thoughts are right. right now, what my reactions to my emotions or my circumstances are right now. And I'm doing that. And if it connects with you, oh my gosh, that's the greatest gift to me to be able to connect with somebody and actually feel like I communicate. Um, but at the end of all of it, like I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there as a moment in time right now. It's not to serve my ego. It's not to do anything for you necessarily or for me. It's just to try to communicate. And if people like want to get at it, um, typically for the most part, I actually, I actually feel bad like because when I'm, when I'm really sad, what, what happens? It manifests in like anger and you want to take it out mm -hmm. on something. And typically people are not really good at taking it out on themselves. So they take it out on Everybody yeah. around them, yeah. somebody that's doing well or something like that. I, and, I, and I understand that. Like, that's a natural thing. So, like, you know, sadness manifests in anger. So, typically, you know, when I'm not riled up or anything, um, I feel bad. I feel bad if somebody's coming at us. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I'm, we're, we're trying to do, look at our job, guys. It's the lightest job yeah. on earth because our yeah. job is to, like, make people have fun and lighten their mood and, like, give them something to think about because, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard out there. It's hard out there for somebody right now. So, they're trying to, like... Have us lighten the mood. That's the coolest job ever. And if you want to hate me for that, I'm sorry about whatever's going yeah. on in your life. Yeah, but also, like, level-headed people don't follow things that they hate. Like, I don't yeah. follow all the stuff that I have no interest in. I don't follow that stuff on Facebook. If I see something pop up, man, it, and I it angers me, I'm not going to negatively comment 
I'm going to just keep on going. Because why on do you want to waste on. your time? Well, yeah. if you want to waste your time and, and blow us up, please, please do. <laughs> yeah. Please shred us. Uh, it is the Rizzuto Show presented by The Fast Lane. You can uh, watch us right now on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. Live and learn. King Scott all mm-hmm. in the studio having fun today. Get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Uh, you can always email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And we do have the instant feedback button on the Points mobile app so you can get a hold of us. So you guys want to do one more uh, Would You Rather yes. before I yeah. tell anybody about this March of Music yeah. Mayhem? Okay, let me, I mean, I have a list here. Uh, loyal Weirdo Joe sent me a ton. Mm. Thank you, Joe. How about this? Would you rather be royalty 1,000 years ago or an average person today? Average person today. Explain your answer. Well, I feel like even if your royalty life for a woman a thousand years ago probably wasn't ideal. <laughs> Nobody was so. cleaning their butts yeah, back a thousand years stinky ago. Stinky butts and yeah. a lot of clothes. Somebody else was cleaning it yeah. for you. No, man, there was like Think throwing this the through. baby out of the bathwater, all that. I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, no. Well, okay. I can't go against my bloodline, so I'm sticking with royalty. And, <laughs> and plus, you know, at least for my sake, my family line, we had the you know aqueducts that had running water. We had baths oh. inside. We had it all. People taking care of us, and we didn't have to mess with all this goofy stuff of paying bills and. Mm. What are you talking about? The Romans or the Scottish? What are you? Oh, why are you winking? What's happening? He just winked at me. I can't tell you what royalty I am. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Well, before we hit the break, I want to tell you today is March Music Mayhem. It is back, and this year, so very cool. Web Guy Joe did the most spectacular job. Awesome! It is all it's it's March Music Mayhem Point Fest edition. It's we're we're going to determine the greatest Point Fest of all time. This has been an argument in the in the in the Point world in the weirdo world for years and years and years since 1993. You know, I mean, well, really since Point Fest number two. Which one's better, right? Celebrating 30 years of the point in our signature show, Point Fest, which lineup will triumph as the best Point Fest in history? The matchups start this morning at 9 a.m. So get signed up now. Now is your opportunity. Get signed up. Make your picks for this year's March Music Mayhem, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Fill out the bracket, 1057thepoint.com. Today it all starts at 9 a.m. with Point Fest 1 versus Point Fest 19. Number one happened in 1993 with Matthew Sweet and uh, They Might Be Giants and a few other people you probably haven't heard of. And then Point Fest 19 was 2006. That is Stained, Breaking Ben, Hurt, uh, all sorts of bands. The entire full band list is up on the the uh, the, the website. you got to see this March Music Mayhem. Be a part of it. We'll play a song from each one of those and, uh, and pit them against each other in the 9 a.m. hour. It's going to be great. The Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Today, the newest member is Corey Thompson. Corey Thompson yeah, of Osbellin, Missouri. Yeah. Let, me, let me get you some claps here. Corey has been a listener of The Riz Show for many years and religiously watches the YouTube stream every morning. Corey is constantly referencing the show and discussing it with the rest of the office. Loves Riz's sarcasm, Moon's perspective and open-mindedness, and King Scott's innocent innocence Aww. and dad jokes. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Corey says, I love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. I hope I get chosen to be Team Riz this year. You have been chosen. Corey Thompson of O'Fallon, Missouri. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire auto centers in business since 1976 along with their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work whether you drive a car van 
light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months. And military men and women, you could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. 
everybody, this is Billy Corgan of the Smashing Crumpkins, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I can't believe you're 99 again. 99 again. Looks great for 99. He really does. And he's enjoying that 99 in Mexico. It's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. We are joined by Live and Learn. It's the Live and Learn Riz Show today, presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, King Scott to my left. We're having fun, enjoying ourselves, and happy that Riz is in Mexico. He did reach out. Uh, but it was nothing important. It was nothing, nothing <laughs> exciting. That's okay. We're going to get to everything today, crap on celebrities. Uh, we are talking about that mu- uh, uh, the March Music Mayhem, which is Point Fest versus Point Fest. Today is Point Fest 1 versus Point Fest 19. Make sure you sign up, 1057thepoint.com. Fill out your bracket. We are going to do, uh, we're going to pit those two together, the bands, the headliners uh, together in the 9 a.m. hour. And then it goes throughout the day uh, with Donnie's show and Liv's show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you remember which ones you're hosting? Which point fest? I off the top of my head, I do not know. Mm, let me let me look. I think you. I have... might not. I might not have any today. Oh, none today. Maybe I might maybe not tomorrow. have any in my shift until Friday. These are great matchups, though. Our matchup is Point Fest One, Matthew Sweet, and uh, they may by my, they might be Giants versus uh, Point Fest Nineteen, Two Thousand Six, Stained, Breaking Ben, and Hurt. That first one, remember, happened in '93, the birth of the point. So to celebrate the thirty years, we're doing that. Shout out to Web Guy Joe for putting that all together. Huge. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. Watch, watch us on the Michelob Ultra studio cams right now. We are live on YouTube. Get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com is the email, and the instant feedback button is live on the Point mobile app, so you can get us there. We are playing a fun contest later. It's Live and Learn as teammates Ooh. in a fun Live and Learn spelling bee. Oh, my oh God. So, it's going to uh, be bad. Yeah, don't research. Easy. I'm kind of I'm good at spelling. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Cool. Uh, we'll we'll get right. the news in a, in a minute, but I wanted to uh, d- uh, start with this story. Did you guys see Ben, the Andean bear? Yes. The- yes. I'm very upset about that. Oh, Are oh, you? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. About what? The, the news I'm about to talk about? Yes. Oh, I, you know what? Th- there's outrage, but I don't know. I'm kind of excited for him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is I a feel great like he's an unofficial mascot now. So just to catch you up, Ben, the Andean bear from the St. Louis <laughs> Zoo, who made it big in February by escaping two times yes. from his habitat. He is heading for sunnier skies. Dude's been expelled, it seems. He has been expelled. Get out of school. Two suspensions and you are gone. (laughs) On Tuesday... The zoo officials announced that the uh, a- that after considering Ben's specific and unique personality, <laughs> he is moving to Gladys Porter Zoo in Brownsville, Texas. So, uh, oh, got it. I was finally going to go visit him. Yeah. So, uh, oh. Ben. <laughs> see you later, Ben. Uh, the uh, that zoo in particular near South Padre Island has a long history of working with Andean bears, and the mm-hmm. habitat there has something the one here does not. What's that? A moat. Perfect. This bear was, you know, he was messing with that metal mesh and getting out that mm-hmm. way and getting into the zoo. And uh, apparently they're going to see if he can swim. <laughs> <laughs> ben is four years old, about 280 pounds. Yes, he is smarter than the average bear. We've all found that out. And I got a feeling that bear is going to find a way. He's an escape artist and now he's got a reputation to uphold. Yep. He does. Mm-hmm. I, I wish him the best. I, yeah, I do too. too. Good luck. Good luck, Ben. And Bye. He's a Bye. neat look- looking creature. He is neat. Those are cool-looking bears, man. I think all bears are cool-looking bears. It's just that one looks a little less violent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news sponsored by... Martin Jetco. Heating and air conditioning more reliable than your news source. Came out of nowhere. Scott yeah. was surprised that you were doing that. <laughs> 
Uh, I do have a very sad update uh, to a local story that we shared yesterday about that missing St. Charles woman. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. She, uh, well, exactly one week after she was last seen alive, a missing St. Charles woman has been found dead. She was 39. Mm. Uh, Monday evening, police made an arrest, and 49-year-old Joseph De DeJoy, I think his name is, uh, has admitted to killing Jacqueline wow. Jack Elizabeth Mitchell. Police mm. confirmed the two knew each other and even exchanged text messages on March 14th when Mitchell went missing. Uh, DeJoy was arrested on Monday evening after police used the city's surveillance videos. Uh, he's being charged with second-degree murder, uh, tampering with evidence, and other things. Uh, DeJoy has a criminal record with uh, past charges of burglary, rape, and possession of Jeez. drug paraphernalia. Being held on a million-dollar cash bond, cause of death has not been released. Super, super sad. That is awful. Yeah. Yeah, very, very sad there. Uh, also in local news, the Corps of Engineers seeking permission from St. Louis County to test soil and water at Fort Bell Fountain Park. Okay. You guys been to that park? Mm -mm. It is mm -hmm. sweet. It is really cool. Uh, popular spot for hikers with high bluffs, panoramic views. Uh, this is, I think, this is one of the spots that we've done some uh, photo shoots. Oh. Uh, and and typically, this is one of the spots that if uh, a photographer is in from out of town, is doing band photo shoots or something, kind of needs a unique really? perspective, I send them down there. Hmm. Yeah, park sits about three miles from where the Missouri River flows into the Mississippi. Coldwater Creek runs through the park. Notoriously contaminated creek has been a headache for decades since radioactive waste got into the waterway in the 1950s. Residents who lived along the creek as children in the 60s and later... Uh, they have blamed uh, illnesses, including rare cancers, on playing in that particular creek. So they're looking like they're going to test the soils down there. Aaron Brockovich mm. situation going mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it seems. Local firefighters, check this out. For the first time in 165 years, an all-female fire crew will run a St. Louis Fire Department firehouse. That's right. Wow. How That's cool right. is that? We're taking over the Ridge Show and the fire department. <laughs> Lock up your men. <laughs> Quote, this has never happened to have four women on one company, says acting fire captain Jessica Jackson. Firefighters Pamela Saunders-Isaac. Uh, Nicole McKinney, Jessica Jackson, and Elizabeth McCormick make up the historical team of women leading Engine 26 in North City. Currently, only 12 St. Louis City firefighters are women. The department is working to grow that number. That's awesome, man. Making wow. history. Making yeah, ladies. Which one's going to be the chili maker in that group? What? <laughs> the, we're going to hire a man to do maker. it. <laughs> Get in the kitchen, Scott. <laughs> no, every fire department has one person that always stays back to make the chili. Yeah, make you sure know it's know going. Well, I thought they all made it. I thought they took turns. Oh, they do? I think they take turns. Yeah, I think that's a that's a rotation. Oh, that's yeah. good. I think the whole that's thing. Bad. I feel bad for the... I th We have a lot of firefighter friends if you want to email us in. And, that's or, hot. Or, or tweet recipes, us. recipes, whatever you got. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> Out of all the first responders, I'm going to say this is kind of controversial. Out of all the first responders, the firefighters are the top-notch, hottest, best ones. That's why they do the calendars, that. man. That's right. Yeah. We got wrapped up. We were... We have, I forget what city we were in, but we were... Uh, having dinner on one of those nice little outside patios. And uh, these guys kept going by, mm. and they were like halfway dressed like firefighters, yes. if you mm. know what I'm saying. And oh, I was like, I what know. is going on? And they kept walking by, and just around the corner, they were filming like the the big one. I, I forget. I don't even know if there's like a national or an international. These were the hottest, most ridiculous-looking guys mm. you've ever mm. seen, like <laughs> Ken dolls. You know what I mean? Like yes. full, straight mm. out of the movies. No shirt, just suspenders yeah. and those big brown pants. And they were, yeah, they were doing the full-on uh, photo shoot. Man, I can't even... <laughs> I can't even describe to you how semi risque they were getting with this firefighter gear. It was kind of was kinda, that the uh, whenever the two SG to the firefighter. No, you are not there, Scott. <laughs> I like that they run into their pants. You know, 
Like the pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's what does the it waiters. For you? I mean, are they called waiters when they're God, firefighter I, pants? I don't know what they're called. Bloomers. I'm not sure. Bloomers. <laughs> I like that they're there's little pile pants by each door, and, and the dudes jump. or whomever, and the women now too. Mm-hmm. They just run into their pants. And they have the poles. That's hot. That's hot? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Wow. What other, wow. there's only one other profession where you have a pole That's in your ex- workplace. Oh, <laughs> That's right. Oh, 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 oh. Have you ever gone down a pole like that? Like oh, a firehouse pole? Only like playground ones. Oh, I gotta, we not gotta in go. a, Not in a fire, a real legit one. I had, so my, so we're the just, people. We're just going to sit back, just sit, we're, It's pole talk now. <laughs> live, and, live and learn, it's pole talk. <laughs> my, my friend, my wedding photographers who turned into friends, uh, they bought a fire, a fire station downtown <gasps> St. Louis. Like Ghostbusters style? Yes. What? They bought, uh, they bought this, and they were on uh, House Hunters too on HGTV, and they ended up buying this firehouse downtown St. Louis. They don't live there anymore, but they completely renovated it, and they would throw these amazing cocktail parties. And so you would come in, and like they took out where like the fire engine truck garage was. They painted it completely white and they would have parties in there. And then you would go into like the main part of the house. It was just the coolest house ever. And they left the fire pole. And so when you would party at their house, you'd go up to the second floor. <laughs> yeah. And to get back down, everybody would just slide down the pole. And it was so awesome. That is fun. amazing. Are they looking to sell? They did sell. They, they moved uh, to California. Uh, Somebody owns it though. And it was such a kick-ass house. Oh, I miss no. it. Have you ever done pole fitness? Yes. See that? Okay, here's what people don't realize about pole fitness is you really have to callous up your inner thighs. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yep. That hurts. That does not sound. That does not sound. Because you're going around to the ab work that you got to do. Yeah. Well, I got to, uh, you know, as a former employee on the east side. Oh. Because remember, I worked over Oh, that's there. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did, he did I, do a I dance. I had to learn the pole thing pretty quickly. Did you wear heels when you did that? No. Oh. No, no, no. Okay. Should have. Yeah. Next time. Missed Christian. opportunity. What did you wear? Tennis shoes? What? I didn't have much. What? I mean, he had the smallest <laughs> little, uh, little, little thong. Yeah. Oh. It was a full-on thong. <gasps> oh, wow. It was not. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could see his- it's terrifying. Uh, you could see his tattoo on his lower back, too. No regrets. <laughs> it was- uh, I love that for you, King Scott. You have great hair to be a stripper. So that, I mean, to me, that was a home run. Yeah. yeah. You know, really throw it back. But it's good. That's how I got through college. He made a lot of money, man. You did. You're a millionaire. Yeah. Hey, back to the animals. Check this out. (laughs) A mountain lion in Colorado sneaked up on a man and his wife in a hot tub. This was not even a camping thing. They were in a hot tub. Grabbed the man's head. (gasps) The couple uh, scared off the mountain lion, though, by splashing it, flashing a light at it, and yelling at it before retreating inside. Here is the uh, area wildlife manager, Sean Shepard, talking about the great job that they did saving themselves during the encounter. These two individuals did was correct, is that you make yourself look larger. You can talk to the animals so they, they know that you are a human being. And then, of course, you remove yourself from the situation. I am a human being. Hear me, Roar. That is funny. I mean, I remember that every every trail that you go in in there that's you know like a, a a proper trail will have signs that says if if you encounter large cats, don't run. Make yourself big right. mm-hmm. and. Tell them you are a human being. Yeah. <laughs> I I just know I'm going to get mauled. You know what I'm saying? What like the heck? No, we were, thinking, we're talking about manifesting on. earlier. There's your yeah, podcast no, I, know. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> I, I just, for me, and I love hiking and being outdoors. Don't get me wrong. And I love cats. But um, <laughs> I know, I, I just, I know in my soul, you guys, how I'm going. And I'm going to get mauled by a big cat. How, uh, how well, much hiking do you do? 
I don't do a lot because I don't want to die. Country. Well, haven't you ever? I have all kinds of survival tips, all that stuff for big cats. You gotta <laughs> always carry a ball of yarn. It's necessary. That's what I, I got do. That. Yeah. I'm always yeah. packing that. Yeah, God. you gotta do well, that. Just Learn to of, tickle spots on bears. Think of bobcats. They're so cute. They are so cute. Well, I would be like, oh, it looks friendly. Right. Yeah, they're Robert. But cats, they're I not. Guess. And they don't know you're a human, nope. and you're like, come here, kicky, kicky, kicky. Smell and my hand. <laughs> 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 Smell my hand. Come on. Come on with me. Uh, Scott and I had a buddy that was attacked by a mountain lion. And, um, See? Narrow, narrow miss. Uh, it, and this is and this is one of those things. This is in L.A. This is right outside of Griffith <gasps> That's Park. No, in L.A.? Place. Yeah, this is in L.A., so he's he's walking. He was he used to be in the band, um, uh, oh, shoot, what's that band? Lost Prophets. He used to be in oh, Lost yeah. Prophets, and he used no to be way. in um, another band. They, they had another band with the dude from Thursday. And he was running. And this this go, this is a lesson not to wear the headphones. Uh, I mean, or, or to wear the uh, earbuds, bo- mm. both earbuds. He had one, I believe he had one in and not the other. Um, and he was running and he heard something kind of behind him and he turned as the cat was in the air and kind of knocked him down, took, took him down. He was able to get up, throw a rock at the thing No, and it took off. I think they found it later and there was something wrong. It was like, it was sick. It was, it was, it was hurting. So it wasn't like a, you know, people are food kind of, kind of vibe with this mountain lion, but he was attacked and he, and he credits being able to hear it. Cause had he not heard it, that thing was already in the air. I'm sure aiming for his neck, and I got a feeling that's a wrestling match is hard to win. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're caught by surprise, I'm so small. Like, I mean, I just know like it's gonna be a bear, it's gonna be a cat, <laughs> or it's gonna be a shark. That's why I don't go into big open water. Oh, I just can't come deal. On. No, for real. I know it's gonna be. I will die by animal. It's it's. I you're missing out. No, I heard no, no, no. just this morning. Uh, that you're more likely to die by um, a, like a cork from champagne or wine than a shark. Oh, you know what? I that's, that's I'm done of, drinking. That's one of my worst memories, by the way, with with my wife. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, did she cork you? No, dude. I, <laughs> I, I opened up a champ. I mean, it was like everybody was partying. We were having such a great time, and I opened up a champagne bottle, and that thing went right, smacked her right in the ear, almost or almost in the mm. temple. And oh. I, I think that was the first time I saw my wife cry. Oh, and I was. And like, you made her cry. And I, dude, mm. I, I still feel guilty because oh. I, I thought she was joking, and I was still laughing. I was like, ah. She's so sweet. Oh, I can't imagine dude. her getting hit in the it, head. It, oh. it crushed me. Uh, uh, check this out. You guys ever steal anything from work? And I don't mean steal Hell anything. Yeah, of I mean like pens and, yes, and that yes. kind of stuff. You stapler. Know, what? Yeah, a stapler. <laughs> Whoa. No, I'm, kid- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the, uh, this pen right here, I've managed to come home and see it on my counter still. And I'm like, oh, I got to take that back to work. That's not mine. <laughs> well, taking pens and post-its from work doesn't really give you the same rush that it used to. But according to a new report, the latest thing people won't stop stealing from the office is forks. Oh. Silverware. What's wrong with people? Uh, <laughs> this didn't used to be an issue, but office managers are constantly having to buy more forks, knives, spoons now to replace the ones that go missing. It's become more common ever since people returned to the office and stopped working from home so much. Here's the leading theory for why. Now, I, I will say this is a this is a, a, a real situation here. Um, I'm constantly going into Scott's booth over there saying, you got a fork, you got a spoon, you, you, you got something, because I believe... Uh, Mono Tim, when Mono Tim was still here, yeah. had an initiative to make us a, a cleaner, greener yeah, sort of reusable sort of. utensils. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, the theory here is uh, in a recent poll, 60% of workers said their companies have made efforts to go green in the past few years. So a lot of offices aren't stocking plastic utensils anymore. And restaurants aren't handing them out by default as much either. That means all the real silverware getting used. 
uh, gets used and doesn't always get returned. Uh-huh. Sometimes we walk off with it by mistake or just don't put it right, uh, you know, back right away. But the scarcity is also causing us to covet the silverware at work. So occasionally these offices, they'll have the metal stuff yeah. and, a, and a dishwasher. And we have a dishwasher here. And we have some uh, community coffee cups, although... Those walk away, too. Those always walk away. Right. But, we got those. You're not supposed to take them away, and instantly they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. But do you, do you feel weird out of a community, drinking out of a community no. cup? I don't. I did, and then I thought, well, this is what I'm doing at a restaurant. Yeah. Right. True. And there's less smells on this here than... Let me say this. Do you guys know about Donnie's secret stash yes. of forks? Okay, good. <gasps> yes. What? There, oh, yeah. There's a big old stash here. Literally, literally like a million <laughs> Well, I found uh, no. one of the sales guys had to help me find a spoon the other day, and he showed me a drawer that's filled with, he, he thought it was filled with utensils. Oh. It used so to I, be. Yeah, it's only spoons. Mm-hmm. It's only spoons. There's like an unspoken rule here, and Liv, I know you and Donnie kind of share an office now. Like, Donnie was like, hey, I got a massive drawer full of spoons, if or sp- uh, forks if you ever need them. And so I just go, his door will be closed, and I will just go in there, like, throughout the day <laughs> and yeah. grab a fork. And, and I know that's not the greenest thing to do, and I try to do better. Like, today I brought a fork. Don't call oh, me you go husband. into his office? I go into his office. Oh, I don't cross he's, that threshold. He's given the green flag yeah, to do he, that. He said not it's okay. to me. I always feel like Donnie's upset with me. I, I never what? I never know. No, I, you, I, I never know, so I, I would never go into somebody's I office. will get you anything you need out of there. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Donnie, I'm not doing it, man. I'm staying, I'm staying away. Can you go in the cash drawer for me? Yeah, there's, there's cash. There's all there. He has the fork drawer, the cash drawer. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, speaking of friends, if you're choosing a new brand of baby food, uh, do ask your friends or read reviews from nutritionists. Uh, which one do you do? Do you ask your friends or do you ask the pros? Um, I have, food? I'm lucky because I have, like you and my brother. For anything, for anything. Oh. Well, you and my brother-in-law are both the kind of folks, like if you get into something, they learn it backwards, mm-hmm. forwards, they know everything, the history and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have two encyclopedias I can ask immediately and they're going to tell me what the food does, how it helps, how it breaks down, blah, blah, blah. So you're asking so friends. I don't have to study. So if you're yeah. looking to invest money, do you ask your parents or do you consult a financial advisor? Financial, financial. advisor. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. parents are the worst. They did not set me up. <laughs> no. No, for Same. real. Like, I, I, my, and this is like a long-running joke with my sister and I where I'm like, mom did not set us up to know how to do our taxes or d- invest. I mean, honestly, John Hewlett from Casey is the reason that I have a savings account because that guy was like, look, never do any sort of purchase on a credit card that you can't pay off the next day if you need to. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That was the mm-hmm. best rule of thumb that I've ever heard financially. We live by that as well. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a big thing for us. Uh, what about, um, let's see, what if, well, you know what? I'm just going to go into the study. A new study has actually found people that, uh, people are 50% more likely to listen to the advice of friends and family over an expert in any field. Over 50%. I guess it depends on, is the expert going to benefit if I take their advice? Like, are they selling me something? Right. Well, even if they are, they're selling you something because they have the knowledge to do so. I guess well, that's well, they've been, here's... they might have been fed, like, because I've, I've worked in sales before, and we had special word tracks to say to convince people to buy my product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's certain ones, like, yeah. uh, you know, I found out that if you want to uh, have the best you know, get the most returns for taxes, all that kind of stuff. You go and you spend money on the best of the best tax people. Because in the past, I'd always use those companies that have, you know, hey, come back to us, blah, blah, and they're just a run-by-night kind of shops, yeah. and they're terrible. And so I finally called up a buddy of mine who uh, has done quite well through the years. I'm like, who's your tax guy? He told me. And so I used that person. It was the most expensive tax person I ever used last year. 
And they but saved also, I had a ton of money come back in return. Oh, that's good. First time ever. I'm I was like, well, okay, nice. this is good. Yeah, this guy's see? legit. It's a concept called social proof, which was first coined back in 1984. It refers to the wisdom of friends, the excessive influence a person's social circle may have on their decisions, even if their opinions are limited and anecdotal. You know, I'll say this hit me when uh, when 2020 was happening and everybody was getting on the trading apps and they're like, oh, mm. buy this stock, buy this stock. I heard that from about 15 friends. And I don't listen to those 15 friends no more. <laughs> I will tell you that. This isn't new, by the way. It could even uh, it, it could be even more prevalent now with social media. Uh, I'm sure you've 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 seen somebody ask for an advice on a big decision, and uh, it comes to some pretty questionable responses from the people they know. Behavioral scientists say we prefer advice from friends and family because quote we instinctively trust them and we believe that they have our best interests at heart. So kind of what you were saying, Liv. Mm-hmm. You're not sure that. You're just being sold something right. a stranger doesn't know you, doesn't isn't looking out for you. Plus, if we follow the advice of our social circle, we may feel more reassured and supported in that decision. There's also simplicity bias, preferring a simple opinion rather than digging through an answer that has more complexity, even if the complex one is more informed, realistic, and balanced. Yeah. My issue is I, I get so into something, I want to know everything about it, that mm. I educate myself just enough to stress about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I, really, I want to know everything I can, and I get far enough to go like, oh, well, now this is all I'm thinking about. Yeah. This is all I'm thinking about. And the nice thing is when he does that, it might be a subject I'm not interested in, and I'll learn it as well. It's great. <laughs> you have to hear about yeah. it Yeah. Hey, it's time. fantastic, though. I've hey. learned a lot through this If guy. I feel like you're not interested, I, I stop. But for well, the most yeah, part, just you're after like, a few days of yeah. barking at me, you know, it's like, <laughs> family, family what are you left. saying no it's awesome i'm in a, glad in a separate poll 28 percent of people say they deliberately avoid seeking advice from experts in favor of going with the opinion of friends and family mm. but half of the people in the poll say they uh, stopped being friends with somebody who gave them bad advice 40 mm. percent admit that they later wish they'd sought more expert advice before making a big life decision i make terrible choices let me just throw this out there. I make terrible choices. Like I, like so. I do. I, I rely on other people. Like I throw things to my friends, to my parents, to the experts, because I just if you let me free ball, it's not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. That is such a different term to me. Uh, if you're if you're wondering if kids are learning enough about money, I mean, this goes right with what you're saying. Learn, uh, learn. Just ask them if they think it's financially responsible to remain on their parents' cell phone plan, and that goes for more than just kids. In a new survey, 85% of adults of all ages <laughs> see themselves as financially responsible when it comes to things like credit scores or savings. But 50% say they struggle with unnecessary spending and unbudgeted expenses. 40% struggle to remember to pay bills on time, Mm. and they aren't even paying all their own bills. 35% of all adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot 
while they're driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Interesting. Not That's me. Awesome. My mom pays my Hulu bill. I feel so proud. I'm stealing it. Yeah, I'm oh, stealing really? Netflix and Disney Plus. So you guys are in that 35. percent Well, that's but I cool. pay for her HBO. So See, it's know, a give. It, you it's know, a give and take. Share. Let me get my mom to pay for my mortgage or something. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I have, I have such pride not having anything on my parents' bill because my father is the most organized, just like um, regimented person where he has every single thing written down everything he does every day everything wow. he's experienced almost in like this really calm review sort of thing about how the day went where he went what sandwich he had was it a good sandwich those kind wow. of things he, he does all that but he can't tie his shoes it's <laughs> it's fantastic except for when i was tw- uh, i don't know 21 start um like you know started touring and and like digging out of some debt uh, I knew that I had borrowed some money from my parents throughout, you know, years there. We, w- we were struggling. And um, and I said, hey, I have a little bit of money. How much money do I owe you? And he was like, to the cent. He knew. He knew wow. to the cent. Love that. And it was nothing that he was doing to keep over my head or right. any of that. He's just that organized where if that ever came up, he would know. Huh. And it wouldn't be something he would have to retain in his mind. He has it in his notebook. So, um and that gave me such pride, writing him a check for whatever it was, you know, like $1,800.45. Uh, it just felt so good. And having that clean, debt-free bill with my parents, who I feel, I, you know, I owe them. I forever owe them mm. for, being, for being such great parents that um, it just feels, it feels so good. Can I say this, though, on behalf of, like, young people that are growing up in this time where it is, it takes... It's expensive to buy a house and own a house and so to, expensive. to get all the, the in quotes, normal things that a, an adult person should have by a certain age or whatever the social status quo is. Right. Um, that, you know, I, I feel because I see this with my sister. She'll be 20. I think she's 25. She is in law school right now. She's very much still under uh, mom and dad's uh, financial um you know, help. And I know it bothers her to her core that she doesn't have any autonomy financially, Mm. but, um, you know, but you got to make decisions and you got to prioritize what you want to spend your money on at that age, because, you know, she likes to go out and go, you know, she lives in Colorado. So she she goes out and has a great time and travels and all this, but it's like, you know, if she starts saving, she'd be able to kind of dig herself out or get herself ready to be financially stable whenever she graduates. So I I just, I feel for young people because I know how hard it is to have that stability. Very much so. 19% of them say their parents uh, help cover rent. Another 19% say that they chip in for groceries. 16% say that they help towards uh, uh, utilities. They didn't break it down by age, but naturally the blame probably skews more towards younger adults uh, not the blame. I, I would. I would. Uh, I shouldn't put it that way at all. Because it's not that. Twenty-four percent of millennials say that their parents cover their rent. Mm. Uh, roughly, millennials are between the ages of twenty-six and 40, uh, 41. So, twenty-six to forty-one year olds, twenty-four percent say that they cover their rent. That's surely That's even wild. higher for for Gen Z. That yeah. is wild. Uh, you know what? So we'll, we'll get to some crap on celebrities in just a bit, and then we're gonna have fun with the uh, live and learn spelling bee.
Coulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey. Happy birthday, Riz. That's right, it is him. It's the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Get a hold of us at rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. That is our email. On our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. You can get a hold of us at 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. We will play a fun contest in just a bit. And, of course, we are live on YouTube on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. Let's do a little uh, On This Day in History, a back in the day, if you will. 141 years ago in 1882, Congress outlawed polygamy, and there went your whole world, King Scott. <laughs> Dang, yeah. yeah. Sorry, buddy. Uh, man. Sorry, man. You were born just a few years yeah, too late. I was. Uh, no sister wives plans. for you. <laughs> yeah, I had big plans. I wanted a firehouse just full of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> 129 years ago in 1894, hockey's first Stanley Cup championship was played. The Montreal Amateur Athletic Association defeated the Ottawa Capitals 3 to 1. 90 years ago in 1933, FDR legalized the sale of beer and wine, which had been outlawed since 1919. Hard liquor was still illegal, though. Prohibition officially came to an end when the 21st Amendment passed in December. 63 years ago in 1960, Arthur Shaulau and uh, Charles Towns of Bell Labs obtained a patent for the laser, mm. which they called the optical laser. That's true. Mm. 60 years ago in 1963, the Beatles released their debut album, Please Please Me. It featured their classics, Love Me Do, I Saw Her Standing There, and Twist and Shout. 49 years bus. ago. What's that? And Wheels on the Bus. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Uh, that one, that single didn't do as hot. No, it no. didn't do as <laughs> Great song, though. Yeah. 49 years ago, in 1974, the Eagles released their third album, On the Border, featuring their number one hit. Uh, oh, my God. So many. Let's see. Uh, who Let the Dogs? On yes. the Border. Who Let uh, the Dogs Out? <laughs> you put me on the spot with the Eagles at 6 in the morning. Um... Best, best, best of my heart. Best of my love. Best of my love. Yes, you really. I don't work care. at KG anymore. I work at the point. Happy <laughs> <laughs> something about. the death toe. Thirty-eight years ago, in nineteen eighty-five, Wendy's fired their amazing "Where's the Beef" spokesperson, Aww. Clara Peller. Why? Anybody remember um, why? She was a vegan. She she wasn't she didn't she use the "Where's the Beef" line for somebody else? She did. Clara oh. did spots for Prego pasta sauce, saying she'd found the beef. <laughs> How do you know that? Man, I don't know. That is that is absurd absurd that you, know hey, that. you got a trivia night to come to with me uh, next weekend? She knows her big trivia. 29 years ago. Uh, yeah, is that Wendy's trivia or is that Prego trivia? That's that just you know? meat trivia. Yeah, I'm an expert at meat trivia. Oh my gosh, there's another podcast title. We got to start spreading these out here, ladies. <laughs> 29 years ago in 1994, Magic Johnson became the head coach of the LA Lakers. He coached for one season before buying a 5% stake in the team and attempting one more comeback as a player in the 95-96 season. 27 years ago in 1996, the first Resident Evil video game was released as a PlayStation exclusive. The first movie came out six years later in 2002. 26 years ago, 97. Paul McCartney's original birth certificate sold to an unidentified buyer. <laughs> it's the biggest ever auction of Beatles memorabilia. What was it? The price. Oh, man. His birth certificate. First of original? all, you can sell your birth certificate? I know. <laughs> I why you would you want to do that? Mine's worth, I mean, I don't have a birth certificate, but I have a receipt. I have a credit card receipt when my parents have <laughs> me. What? Yeah. That's what not a joke. year was this? <laughs> Isn't that awesome? With the birth certificate. <laughs> what year? 
This was uh, 1997. All right, 97. Okay, so not question. big bills yet. I'm going, you know what? I'm going to go $7 million. That's a safe one. I was going to go $5 mil. $2.5 million. No, you're, you overshot it by a little bit. $84,146. Well, so they got that the for most a steal. Beatles memorabilia? Yeah, I don't think that counts certain things. I mean, that's like oh. these types of memorabilia pieces. I thought it was like guitars and... Yeah, I don't know about that. 25 years ago... 25 years ago in 1998, the 18th annual Razzie Awards, Worst Picture and Worst Actor, went to Kevin Costner for The Postman. Uh, who that beat, movie's awesome. He beat Shaquille O'Neal from Steel. And the worst <laughs> actress was Demi Moore uh, in G.I. Jane. And that's your back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Bright House Plumbing, call the best, flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Wayne's World 3, sounds like it might actually happen. <laughs> Getting teases nice. and ideas. We've been talking about it, hoping for it, praying for it. In an interview with People Magazine, Dana Carvey said, it's on the horizon. He also said, quote, maybe we'll do it in puppets. I'm not sure. Right. I'm always, yeah, he says, I'm always game. <laughs> Love Mike Myers, just a brilliant guy. He did not mention what the deal was with the photo that he shared last month, uh, the one where he's dressed as Garth, painting a portrait of Mike as Wayne. Uh, we'll put the details up on the blog for that, but that would be so cool. Uh, speaking of so cool movies, I, I don't even know if this was a, an under-the-radar one, if it was popular. I saw this when I was on tour uh, because, you know, days off, you've got nothing to do but laundry and movies. Um, and I found myself one of the only people in the theaters. Now, tell me, do you like the movie Garden State? Yeah, never seen it. Oh man, I love. I think you would love that. Yeah, yeah the soundtrack was incredible. We we made a video too. I personally it. love it, and it introduced uh, me and a bunch of friends to one of my favorite artists, Imogen Heap. Imogen Heap mm-hmm. is like one of my 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 go tos, right? Zach Braff respects the criticism of Natalie Portman's manic pixie dream girl character in Garden State, but says she was written in response to his depression in real life at the time. Uh, In an interview, he said, I had this fantasy of a dream girl coming along and saving me from myself. The manic pixie dream girl trope is a female character who is usually eccentric and one-dimensional, and her sole purpose is to inspire the male protagonist. Zach said he based Natalie's character on Diane Keaton in Annie Hall and Ruth Gordon in Harold and Maude because they were his two favorite movies growing up. Did you guys ever have a character like that in your life or imagination Mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, maybe it was a real person that you kind of dreamt about was going to save you from something. Mm. I always liked that Eric Draven like came back from the dead in The Crow and like avenged his dead wife. I always thought like that was... That's love. Yeah. In, in real life, though, did you have anything like that? Like like some like character that well, you dreamt about as could a Could it inspire a thing? Because uh, anytime we left for vacation, anything like that, I'd always make booby traps in my bedroom in case a bad guy broke in. Uh-huh. Home alone, man. That one inspired me. I made so many, you know, nails through board. Or, I mean, wow. yeah, you know, you'd have to do the whole thing. All these booby traps. Very but. dangerous. I definitely created a character um, out of somebody in real life that I, that I knew that was going to, like, save me from my emotional depressions and, and, mm. and different things. It, it even like wrote songs with that person kind of in mind. That's now your that, creative brain, man. Yeah, not the, not the real person per se, but the, but the basis of what I thought the real person was or who mm. they were to me, mm. I wrote songs about that person. You made your own muse. 100%. And I'm talking like countless songs. And again, not specifically about her, but about what she was as far as this fantasy character mm-hmm. that was supposed to rescue me. 
and kind of did rescue me in my own in my own way. I just felt I felt I you know I had difficulties with like feeling alone and and that kind of stuff. So as an artist, I used that, and I think that's what he's kind of talking about here. Yeah. So maybe that's why I like that darn movie so much. That's probably why. The weekend is the most popular artist in the world, at least according to the Guinness World Records. He set two new Spotify records, most monthly listeners with 111.4 million. I feel like the Swifties aren't going to let that stand for too long. You know, you, <laughs> they're going to yeah, burn this down, yeah. too. <laughs> First artist to reach 100 million monthly listeners as well. Yeah, at least. Uh, I don't like the mask he's wearing. Like, I think he's a good-looking guy and, like... I don't like like the Phantom of the Opera look that's going on right now with his. Uh, he's doing a Phantom of the Opera thing. I that's what I get from it. Oh, like he's I all bandaged Phantom. up and you know, and he's very handsome. He's making person. a choice. Yeah, that was that's kind of a, a poke at stuff. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Like he's beaten up or something. Like yeah, entertainment he, industry yeah. and everything. I get that artistically, but I want to, you know. Yeah, you want to look him. great and healthy and yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah, he's doing, I think fun. he's doing all right. I think he's doing. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm obviously in the minority. I don't think he's going to be looking for manager uh, <laughs> uh, manager material from you. <laughs> no, uh, the his 20, editor needs to check his name. His 2020 song "Blinding Lights" has also um, hit the most Spotify streams, and it's <laughs> the longest charting song on the Billboard Hot 100 of all time now, with a total of 90 weeks. Wow, aggressive, yeah. dude's crushing it. Uh, we've all seen that Woodstock album cover by now, right? The couple holding each other wrapped in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Everybody's familiar. Their names were Nick Erkeline and Bobby Kelly. And at the time, they were just dating. But they got married and they stayed together. They stayed together all this time. Sadly, Bobby passed away recently after a long illness. Uh, Nick said uh, she lived her life well and left this world in a much better place. If you knew her, you loved her. She lived by her saying, be kind. Nick and Bobby were both 20 years old and had only been dating for less than two months when that picture was taken in 1970. And they got married in 1971. How cute is that? That is so cool. But sad. So uh, RIP Bobby Kelly. Thanks to Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing and the ridiculously inflated resale market, people are fed up, right? We've heard a lot about this, the cost of concert tickets. So get this. Some people are flying to Europe to see concerts that would otherwise be also seen here. They're finding that they can actually save them money under the perfect circumstances. This is particularly helpful if you have airline miles or hotel points that can offset travel costs, or if you happen to have a friend or a relative or something in one of the countries that you're going to that you can stay with in the vicinity of the concert, right? So it really has to kind of line up, but a lot of people are apparently doing this and starting to post about it. Hmm. Tickets are definitely cheaper. One content creator got floor seats to see Jay-Z and Beyonce in Paris in 2018 for $92. What? What? 92 American dollars. Wow. On the floor. That's right. Those same tickets in her hometown of Dallas were $900 more. Jeez. Another woman says she paid $200 for a ticket to see Beyonce in London. That would have cost her $800 in her hometown in the U.S. Wow. Cost can be more reasonable because European nations actually have consumer protection laws and they have steps. Uh, they've taken steps to limit resale prices. Obviously, saving hundreds of dollars on a ticket can help mitigate the cost of travel and lodging. So if you're stuck uh, with, with with that, I mean, you're still stuck paying for the for, for the flights. But if you math it out right and you got everything lined up, you got yeah. those hotel points, you got a friend in London or something, it could actually work. And even if the overall experience costs you more, you're still getting a lot more bang for your, your buck because... You're getting a, Europe, a European vacation, man. Right. Very so, cool. Listen, if you're hey. gonna, a lot of people complaining out there. 
you have options. You're telling me you're, you're buying kids trip to London and they're going to go see Beyonce? The movies cost me 150 bucks. That's what I'm day. saying. <laughs> so I'm not taking anybody anyway. We're only seeing movies in London. Yeah, if, I, if I can get to London in an Airstream or something, then fine. But until then. Uh, Nick Lachey has been ordered to attend Anger Management and Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, there goes, there goes the anonymous. Uh, because of the confrontation with a photographer last year, March 2022. I don't know if you guys saw this or remember this. Nick was walking with his wife, Vanessa, and a friend. He noticed a woman taking his picture from inside her car, and he reached in, grabbed her phone. Uh, he also allegedly punched her car window. Mm. Uh, he wasn't charged, uh, but if he successfully completes the required meetings and classes, he's not going to be charged. So this is the requirement to not be charged. After the incident, Nick denied being violent or physical with the woman, but he said, quote, quote, I clearly overreacted. I've been in this game long enough to know that their antics are sadly part of the deal. Stupid of me. Done. There are videos. Too many, uh, too many bad words for me to play on the radio. We'll put them up on the blog. Chris Hemsworth and his wife, Elsa Pataki, or Pataki? Pataki? Your guess is as good as mine. Okay, Pataki. (laughs) Are catching some heat for supposedly abusing their son. (gasps) What? On his birthday, no less. <gasps> Thor. Oh. Of all the days. Their twin sons, Sasha and Tristan, recently turned nine, and Chris posted a picture from the birthday celebration that bothered a lot of people. Okay. A lot of people were upset. It showed Elsa shoving one of the kids' faces into the birthday cake mm. while everybody else laughed at him. Okay. I'm upset, too. I mean... I'm supposed to do both kids. What? The, cap- oh. the caption was, only one way to eat cake in this house, and that's to have mom slam your head into it face first. Clearly. Hey, mom, I don't like chocolate cake. I prefer vanilla. Oh, really, son? What about now? That's just goof. That's just mom goofing off. Well, commenters yeah. called it violent, unfunny, and even likened it to abuse, but others came to the defense saying, violent? It's a bit of play, just a bit of basic humor. They look like they're all having a good time together. See, a- I, I learned that trick when I was a little kid. My cousin Donna would always do like... Does this cupcake smell weird? And you go over and smell yeah. it, and she just shove it right in your face. You're like, dang it! Delicious prank. Yeah, fell for it too many times. There's even that board game where you like fill it up with whipped cream, and it, you got to like mm. time it out, and you get smashed in the face. I think, well, that well, that's consensual, though. I guess so. Yes, consensual. So you bummed about this? I mean, I'm torn because it's like, I mean, you have to know your kid. and But because I've seen a ton of videos like on TikTok of parents doing this and the kid's just mortified and crying. And I'm like, I don't find it fun to laugh at a sad child. So like, it depends on it, the kid and the reaction. And you got to know your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Is this abuse though? I feel like we're going top shelf with calling this abuse. Like yeah. maybe inappropriate would be the word or, mm-hmm. or possibly. possibly mean. Yeah, but, right. but abuse, like... I don't well, think it's abuse. If Riz were here, he would say something to the effect of, "If this is abuse, then we were all abused." Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, I would, we had a lot of we had a lot of things that left me crying, and it was, a, "Oh, get over it. We're having fun." Right. Yeah, <laughs> but my parents would have been, uh, "We just spent money on that cake. You are not tearing that up. We're yeah. all eating that. No <laughs> yeah. jokes." Yep. Let's uh, eat that. Cameron Diaz is no longer back in action. Had yeah. she been in action? Well, yeah. yeah, check this out. The actress reportedly retired from her acting career for good after she wraps up this Netflix film, Back in Action. That's, oh. that's the name oh. of the, okay. the film. It's got Jamie Foxx in it. So um, she she wants to focus on being a mom to her, their three-year-old daughter, Radix. Uh, these, quote, these back-to-back 10-hour workdays have been a lot on her, and she hates being away from Radix, a source says. Cameron loves being a mom more than anything in the world. While Diaz's husband, Benji Madden, is supportive of her acting career, her time on set has apparently, quote, been a lot on him. Although she has gotten to see her family while shooting the film, it's just not the same, the insider claimed. 
The Seth Gordon-directed movie was reportedly plagued with some drama, too, with Fox allegedly having a tantrum on set, which led to him firing an, an executive producer, two directors, and the driver. Wow. However, a source uh, close to Diaz confirms that the Shrek voice actress uh, is... I always forget that she's Fiona. Yeah. She's Princess Fiona. Uh, that uh, she was in, uh, on good terms with Fox and that uh, that meltdown probably had nothing to do with her alleged decision to retire from acting after the final project. Looks like she just came back and was like, whoops, yep, forgot this isn't for me. Mm. And I don't need it. Uh, when you're in a position of authority, sometimes you have to make decisions to let people go and who not to share this, uh, who don't share the same vision with you. The source said, adding that it would be incredibly surprising if it caused any tension between Jamie and Cameron. Uh, the source also added, Cameron is a business person and understands that this is a necessary uh, thing at times. And honestly, Jamie is the only reason that she is doing this film. They are very, very close. Still, the source explained that Diaz hates the drama and confrontation that comes with working in Hollywood. Uh, and this is why she retired from the business in the first place, they explained. She has already proven herself in the industry and has nothing left to prove to anyone. So we'll see that. I don't have the date on that, but it's a Netflix film called Back in Action, Jamie Foxx and Cameron Diaz. I mean, Diaz. they just finished shooting that, I thought. Yeah, but I feel like they finished these things. They marketed it for a month, and then we got a movie on, That's on true. streaming. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I guess look for that pretty soon. How about some crappy birthdays today? Crappy birthdays, starting with J.J. Uh, Watt is 34. Other our, other Cardinals guy, Arizona Cardinals defensive end. He raised over $37 million for Hurricane Harvey relief back in 2017 when he was still with Houston. That's pretty cool. Uh, Tanya uh, Ramon, 35. You might know her uh, as Brittany Gold on Amazon's Goliath Moon. You'll know her as Alex Rousseau on Lost. Oh, yeah. You remember Alex? Of course. Yes. Uh, Constance Wu is 41 from Crazy Crazy Rich Asians and Fresh Off the Boat. Reese Witherspoon, 47. Kelly S. Williams, you know her as Lara Winslow on Family Matters. Love She's 47. Uh, Guillermo Diaz, 48. Huck on Scandal. Uh, Anne Dudek is 48. Uh, Francine on Madman. Madman, Amber Volcaeus on House. Danielle Brooks on Covert Affairs. And Kate on Comedy Central's Corporate. Keegan Michael Key is 52. Which one? Uh, which one? He's the AA Ron guy. Oh, yes. <laughs> you done messed up, AA Ron. Tall, tall bald. Tall and tall, bald. bald and funny. That guy's yes, hilarious. Hilarious. I remember him on like Mad TV days. That's where Key and Peele started was Mad TV. I did not know that. I loved Mad TV. That was that, a spin from that? I think, they, I think that's where they started. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Will Yun Lee, 52, Dr. Park on The Good Doctor, and Takeshi Ko Kovacus on Altered Carbon. Uh, Matthew Modline is 64, Dr. Martin Brenner on Stranger Things. Love that show. Private Joker in Full Metal Jacket and several other roles. Carlton Cuse, oh, yeah. 64, Lost Creator, um, whose other shows include Amazon's Jack Ryan, A&E's Bates Motel, and FX Vampire Show The Strain. Man, you know, uh, back to that Ultra Carbon, that was an interesting show. Super sci-fi, future, um, you know, kind of mystery, mm. violence thing. It was kind of like John Wick without the without the gun-fu stuff, but uh, it was, mm. was kind of neat. I think it got canceled after two or three seasons, but man, I know I say this every day now, but man, The Wire is the best show I've ever watched. <laughs> Guys, I watched it last night and I stayed, years up, late. I stayed up 45 minutes later than my bedtime and I was just like, this show wow. just keeps getting better. So that's why your eye is twitching. Yeah. Because yeah. of the wire. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Lena Olin is 68. Jennifer Gardner's double agent mom on Alias and the amazingly sexy Josephine Muscat in Chocolat. Oh. Uh, Bob Costas is 71. Andrew Lloyd Webber is 75. Composer of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, baby. Fan, fan of the, of the opera. opera. Woo! Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And finally, William <laughs> Shatner is 92. 92. The Shatman. Congratulations. He's been in space. Yeah. I know. How cool is that? He's the coolest. Congratulations, Billy. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Jessica Darlin. Ooh. Today's birthday gal has wrecked more than a demolition derby car in 297 fine films. Let's go through it, including Three's Not a Crowd, Alice in Anal Land, <laughs> Ass Woman, The Rebirth, Citizen Pain, The oh. Damage. <laughs> No. Oh, I hear that's the best film ever made. Of all time. That's, it always makes the list. The Damage is Done, Mason's Horathon, Outnumbered, and who could forget her unforgettable role in You Better Train That White Ass. <laughs> Jessica yes. Darlin is 47 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy B-Day, and that is your crap on celebrities. Oh, Lee Leonard, that was intense. It is the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Up next, we're going to... We're gonna give some tickets away. What do All you right. say? I like that. About you. Uh, nice little new new contest. It's a it's a, it's an old classic. We're, we're gonna go with the live and learn spelling bee. A nice right. solid spelling bee. See how you guys do. Neither one of us spell learn or live correctly. So right. That's, that's, great. that's exactly that's a great that's observation. This makes perfect sense. Live and learn spelled wrong. We'll get in, We'll get into it. We'll have fifteen uh, words that I need you guys to uh, to to. Uh, to, to spell, but you're going to be teammates, okay? So we're just going to alternate. Okay. And out of the 15, we're going to have listeners on the phone. They're going to guess how many you're going to get without going over it. It's Price is Right rules. So guess how much Live and Learn will get right out of 15 as far as the Live and Learn spelling bee. Call us now, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833, and we will get into it next. Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go, you don't like who you're working for or with? Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz. Hi, this is Brain Shen, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. I don't know why, but this is my favorite re-intro one. This is fun. Oh, this is my favorite. I'm just going to let it ride gonna let it ride but it is contest time we have some tickets to give away so it's gonna be a ton of fun let's get to that now the Rizzuto show here have some free sh- a ton of fun because i think live and learn are gonna do fantastically well with the live and learn spelling bee that's right it is the live and learn spelling bee brought to you by anybody anybody oh. Bro- brought to you oh, by i'm yes. sorry yes it's, it's oh, fine please it's fine. um brought to you by tr hughes <laughs> 
half an acre new home sites in Wentzville and five acre new home sites in, scroll, St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. I love it. I love it. The game we are playing is the Live and Learn Spelling Bee. I will give 15 words total. And okay. and just so you know, I want the listeners to know this, the, the, the callers on the line. Uh, if you ever just Google a word just to find out, you know, how to spell it, like like a common word that you're using, that's what this is. Somebody looked at Google search stats to find the most common words that we struggle to spell, and I have those. Oh, great. Ooh. Okay, so just so you know, that's what you're up against, commonly oh, misspelled goodness. words, okay? Okay. Learn is all we're already writing. I'm crying. <laughs> I, I nervously doodle. Anyway. Okay, so we have six <laughs> We have six callers on the line. Out of 15, how many will live and learn get correct? Out of 15, it is Price is Right rules. Closest without going over. Uh, and we'll just go back and forth. We'll start with you, Learn. Uh, Michelle, uh, sorry, Richard. Richard in St. Louis. How you doing, Richard? What's up? Hey, man. How many, how many do you think total live and learn will get right out of 15? Uh, both of them are pretty smart. I say 11. 11. I love okay. this guy. Nice. That's, that's good. That's good faith. Okay. Adam in St. Louis. Adam, how you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, it's the best day of my life. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Adam, how many will live and learn get correct out of the 15 commonly misspelled words? Going to go with 12. Oh, 12. Dang. Oh, this guy, more than Richard. Dang. Whitney. I, I Google a lot of words. Whitney and O'Fallon. How you doing, Whitney. I'm well. How are you? Uh, quite well. Uh, how many will they get correct out of 15? Um, I'm going to go with 10. 10. Man. Okay. People All right, believe, Whitney. All right. People Ooh. believe in you, too. <laughs> Dean in High Ridge. How many will they get out of 15? Hey, how's it going? I love your Ellen DeGeneres shirt. I oh. think eight. Oh. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, thank you, Dean. Yeah, Dean. Uh, this is a... Uh, this is a uh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber shirt. <laughs> Young Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, thank you for watching on the Michelob uh, Ultra Studio. <laughs> that made my morning. Travis in Greenville, how many will they get correct out of 15? You guys kind of pin me in. I guess I'll go with nine. All right, all right. Okay, okay. nine. That's not bad. Not a bad guess. And Mike in Earth City rounded out out of 15 for the Live and Learn Spelling Bee. How many will they get correct? Good morning, Moon. Happy belated birthday. Good morning, and thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, let's go 13. I'm feeling pretty confident in the wow. ladies. Wow. Wow. Mike goes high this with the bet. I can't believe someone didn't. Yeah. Mike goes high with the bet, and nobody did the one. Why nobody not? did Price is Right. Uh, right. No. So, I mean, if you guys don't really deliver here, you are letting everyone everybody. down. Well, you know what? That's my goal. So we no. can we can collab and like decide. And no. No. no, there are no steals. We are going back and forth. Oh, so I'll get oh, one. Get one. All right, here we go. It goes you, it goes you, it goes you, it goes you. That's right. how it's going to be. No cheating, no hints, no what? writing and flashing the uh, the the word right there. King Scott, should we give you? Should we give them one lifeline for you? Oh, yeah, yes. yes. Okay, combined, you get one lifeline. So one of you can use a lifeline. And okay. it is King Scott. You don't Google. Light up my life. Don't Google. Don't look at my list. Oh, can I borrow Do not quick? cheat. You're famous for cheating. Yeah, you are famous <laughs> for cheating. Number one in cheating. Okay, here we go. I've never lost. Okay. The first word, Lauren, we'll yes. start with you. The first word is restaurant. All right, I am going. We can hear the marker. <laughs> That's that squeaky voice. All right, All right I'm going ah. R. I'm ready? Can okay, I'm ready. All right, I'm going R E S T A U R A N T. That Suck is correct. Right? That yes. is correct. Restaurant on the board. 
King Scott, please be the accurate scorekeeper if okay. you if you could. Uh, what is the current score? It looks like, let me add them all up, one. <laughs> all right, Liv, your word. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. Uh, okay, I have to write it down so I can see it first. Uh, I'm going to go with P-N-E-U-M-O-N-I-A. Oh On the board, gosh. baby. Oh. Undefeated. What's the score? Wow. Uh, looks like it's two. Okay, so still nobody's in the running because you guys got to just keep crushing. So, okay. learn. Appreciate. <laughs> the squeaking is killing me. <laughs> All right. So good. A-P-P-R-E-C-I-A-T-E. That's right. This is public school 101, baby. Most people forget how many P's there are or, you know, if there's a C or if it's an S. Mm. Well done on appreciate. What's the score? I am now at three. We are climbing. Liv, your word is receipt. R-E-C-E-I-P-T. We are four for four. Remember. This is too easy, man. It is I before E except after C. C. Yeah. Or weird words like weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, learn. We're back to you. Okay. Beautiful. All right, that's B E A U T I F U L. Beautiful. Say it one more time. B E A U T I F U L. It's S C O T T. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the rain delay. Okay, the next word, live. You have niece. I'm glad you're getting all these. Was that five, by the way? Yeah, it was. Okay. This is number six. You're niece. The, you're the scorekeeper. I know, I was Get having, it together. You moved on quickly. You're killing me. N-I-E-C-E? N-I-E-C-E is... Correct. <laughs> I was nervous. This is awesome. Yeah, people get nervous about the I, the E, or the E, and the I. I'm very nervous. Okay, number seven. Learn maintenance. Oh. <laughs> oh, squeak, man. Squeak, oh, squeak, man. Squeak, 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 squeak. Oh, this might be the killer. <laughs> hang on, hang on. M A. I N T I No, I don't screw it up. M A I N T I'm just going E N C E Maintenance fail. You missed an A. You had it right though. You were you rushed yourself. M A I N I'm not a good test T E N a N C E. Another F. <laughs> I thought I you were going to kick it to me, too. and I would have had girl. that one. What is the score, King Scott? Now, ooh, with that one, we're only at six. Six out of seven. Not bad. Yeah, that's still, pretty amazing. Still doing good. You, you can afford one or two. Mike has a thirteen. Remember, so, right? Uh, you can afford it. Uh, Liv, your word is bougie. B O U G I E. You bougie. are incredible. Like, you bought the expensive champagne. You're so bougie. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that spelled out before. I hadn't either, so mm. I would have got that wrong immediately. Wow. But apparently that has been that Googled boogie. quite some time. Okay, back to uh, to learn. What's the score? We are now at seven. Seven. Let's go with diarrhea. You would. All right. <laughs> what All does right. that even mean? Because this is a hard one that I have to spell quite often, and I don't ever know how to do it. All right. Oh man! I am going D I A R H E A. There are two R's. D I R R H E A. I am so sorry. That one's a tough one. So mad about that. 
What is the score? Well, ironically, the, they've only deuced uh, two of them, so we got seven. Seven. Liv. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, great job. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. That's, that is your word. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I was your being a D. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, we're not even done yet. Okay, spell the word. So congratulations? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People Google, Google it a lot, that's for sure. It was one of the number one Googled words. Well, it's also a post song. C-O-N-G-R-A-T-U-L-A-T-I-O-N-S. Congratulations. Congratulations. People uh, often Google it and often put the D in there instead of the T. Mm -hmm. It's T, not the D. Oh. What's the score? It is now eight. Mm. Lauren, back to you. Okay. Apparent. Oh. How is apparent on the same list as diarrhea? Right. Thank you. (laughs) And beautiful. A P P A R E N T. Baby. <laughs> All right. What's the score? We're at nine. Nine. Nice work. Okay. Hey, so cur- currently, now. Travis is Sorry, winning. Dean. So we do have a winner, which yeah. is which is wonderful. Uh, number twelve. Ooh, boy. Oh. Live. Spell Aladdin. <gasps> this is very near and dear to your heart. This is my word. I know it is. Oh man. A L A D D I N. Oh my. It's a whole new world. That has been an Don't experience. You dare close your eyes. I have been doing the what I call the Aladdin experiment since 2005. What is that? On tour. So uh, when when people ask for a name at a restaurant or Starbucks or whatever it is, I always say Aladdin. That's been my thing. You for, look like an Aladdin as well. That's been my thing for 20 years. And that's it, a compliment. It often, thank you. It often sparks uh, interesting conversations. It's kind of ridiculous, and I don't have to give my name right. <laughs> so. Um, Aladdin is maybe the most misspelled name I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Nobody, and I'm, I'm not kidding, I've been doing this since 2005 or six on the road everywhere I go. And you know how many people have spelled it correct since then? It's almost 20-something years, right? Yeah. We are up to 31. <laughs> 31 people, and I've taken a picture with everybody who's, who's spelled it right. That's really funny. Aladdin <laughs> It's so a sweet. weird hobby, but right. I approve. But, yeah, it is a weird hobby, and I, and I usually post it on socials, and it's hashtag the Aladdin experiment. So I encourage everybody to do that and see how <laughs> how poor people are at uh, at spelling Aladdin. Okay, back to learn. What is the score? We're at ten. All right, ten. Number thirteen is entrepreneur. Oh no. <laughs> Shh. I, I need a button <laughs> with the marker. Don't sound. forget, you still have a lifeline too. <laughs> You do have a lifeline. Oh, man. All right. I think I got it. All right. <clears throat> Entrepreneur. E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-U-E-R. What am I thinking about right now? E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. This You were so sucks. close. I was oh, so man. close. close. Number 14, live. License. L-I-C-E-N-S-E. License on the board. What is the score? We're at 11 now. 11. Okay, so currently Richard is in the lead. (laughs) Richard, you have it if they get it wrong. But if they get it right, Adam wins. Ooh, Richard or Adam. Number 15. Back to you, Lauren. Great. Separate. That's squeaky. We're going with 
S-E-P-E-R-A-T-E. Separate. That is wrong. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. Richard wins with 11. Separate is S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E. I'm flipping this table. (laughs) So upset. I am sorry to everybody else. Uh, Columbia High School's best. Yeah. That that was a fun game. Thanks for not kicking those to me, by the way. You guys did did super well. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Oh, my gosh. Man, we are running way behind, but we are going to get to the uh, the March Music Mayhem here just around the 9 o'clock hour. Make sure you sign up. It is the March Music Mayhem. It's Point Fest versus Point Fest. We are out to determine what the best Point Fest is for, uh, for the 30th birthday of the Point. And there's been, what, 39 of them? There's 39 up on the board. Uh, the first matchup is at 9 a.m., and we'll play a song from each of the headliners of uh, Point Fest 1 versus Point Fest 19. That'll come up around the 9 o'clock hour. We still have some more to get to, uh, including your emails. Uh, but your uh, point point traffic and weather is about to happen, and Scott literally just walked out. <laughs> That's okay. Do you want me to do it? Hey, hey, hey Scott. Hey, Scott, you want to you come back and do traffic and weather? <laughs> he takes pride in his traffic and weather. He's oh, been, he does. He's okay. been preparing for this. All day. Hey, you want to do traffic and weather? Sure. You just want to leave me sitting over here looking like this. <laughs> I, was, I, I was going to help the caller. Hey, just because we're almost family doesn't mean you just get to leave. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7. Happy birthday, Riz. Oh, man, look at this. We're, I love this. We're watching the news. Remember yesterday I was talking about the, the, the guy that was at the city match, and he had the toasted rav thing on his face, on his head, on his whole head? Yeah, he's made it to the news. This guy's making his rounds. Apparently, he's making them and selling them now. So, oh, I want oh, that's one. smart, man. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. They're all over the place. So he's on the news right in front of us right now. He's got, he's got the uh, so ridiculous. St. Louis City SC jersey on I and the scarf. They're saying this is the new, like, Wisconsin, Green Bay, like, cheese head. It makes sense, dude. How this ages ago. Yeah, how this hadn't been done, like, you know, during the Rams or or, or uh, any of those kind Did of things. Did it areas. say his name's Lane? I think what it's on there. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. T-Rav Dude, congrats, Man STL man. is going to make a fortune. T-Rav I gotta Man follow STL. Him. Wow. I yeah, like him. That's brilliant. I wonder how much it was cost. I wonder what the... Uh... $19.95. Are you serious? No, I'm not. I don't I was know. Like, I'll, I'll take, take two. I'll take that. Yeah. Sounds I'll like a good two. deal. Mm-hmm. I'll take 12 for the whole yeah, family. I need a couple of those. <laughs> uh, that is very cool. It's the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, we are live on the YouTube Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. Uh, you can always email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. In fact, I have a few emails in front of us. Before we get to the March Music Mayhem competition, the Point Fest 1 versus Point Fest 19, sign up now. It starts at 9 a.m. That's just a few minutes away here at 1057thepoint.com. You can uh, uh, fill out your brackets now. But the emails are brought to you by... Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Uh, let's see. First time are here for a concert in Kansas City, Missouri. Where is the best place to stay in Kansas City? Does anybody have any tips or tricks for navigating traffic or parking? Restaurants for a good Sunday brunch? Thanks, Selena. Anybody Kansas City aficionados? Yeah, here? I like Never uh, been. You've <laughs> never been? I, I mean, I'm pretty much an expert at Kansas City. What I would do if I were you, I'd go get a really nice hotel, eat a really good meal, and you'll just enjoy the time. Thanks, Scott. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like that's, that's my yeah, I appreciate that. You learn. You, you you do any Kansas City traveling? I, I mean, I have sporadically throughout life, but I, there's nothing that sticks out. I mean, obviously barbecue. Yeah, there's some famous famous barbecue places you can look up. You can Google those. Right. Uh, the Yelp reviews will probably steer you in the right direction. But yeah. Kansas City's got it going on. It's, yeah, in the fall we stayed. What was that district we stayed in? Because you could Airbnb the house. 
walk down the street. There's restaurants. There's all kinds of the Power like, and Light District. The well, oldest, the pa- oldest bar in uh, yeah, pa- Power and Light District is cool. Um, I forget the name of that bar, but there is the oldest Irish bar in like all of Missouri, and that was a very, very cool scene. Yeah, that is a very neat area over there. Look that That's up. That's a good spot. Yeah, just look up the the oldest Irish bar in Kansas City. That the will, Dubliner. Yes, that will yes. Put, that will put yeah. you in a scene. It's right across the street from a cookie shop, so yep. you know that oh, all that insomnia. <laughs> They're sweaty, sweaty cookies. I did have a sweaty, sweaty chocolate oh, chip so cookie. so good. Mm. <laughs> Everybody was having beers over here, and I went to get a box of cookies. <laughs> that is a true story. That makes story. sense. <laughs> That's very on brand. That is a true story. Thanks for the email, Selena. Uh, here's another. Hey, fellas uh, and, and ladies. I'm throwing yes. that in there. Thank you. I'm, mes- I'm messaging to ask a food question. I'm trying to lose weight and make homemade food. I live in a house with technically four generations, me, my child, two half-siblings, and our parents. I was wondering, what do you think would be good to try and make for a household of six? Brandon. Mm. I tell from you scratch? Well, from anything. Or just, just any any sort of suggestions. I have my go-tos because I've been, you know, when, especially when I was uh, found myself divorced and had the kids in the house and it was just me doing doing all the meals. Oh, I had my stir fry. Yeah, yeah. stir fry is a good go-to. That's an easy go-to, and you can really make it your own. I know it sounds ridiculous, but as far as like the sauces or the peanut uh, uh, oils mm-hmm. and the different Thai sauces, you can really make stir fry into something fun, and it's so easy. Yeah, so easy. Stir fry and pasta. Pasta is pasta. so easy. Just change it up. The kids yeah. aren't going to know the difference between penne and and lasagna. One day, lasagna is a bit more to to undertake. But any any suggestions? Spaghetti, yeah. Um, like you could do a really. I did a really really simple sort of jambalaya type dish. Like you can buy like a pre cooked sausage, chop it up, peppers, onions, rice, bing mm. bang boom, you're yeah. done. Some beans in there, um, mac and cheese, like baked mac and cheese. And a good if you're trying to. He said he's trying to lose lose weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, switch over. If you do rice, just get the cauliflower rice. It's fantastic. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. use that. That's basically every meal, and uh, you can season it different every time. It just takes on the flavor, whatever your seasoning is, and that helps out too. Because cauliflower like is good for your brain. It is good for you, and it's low carb, right? Yeah. I like a. Uh, I, I make a baked salmon, but I do a, uh, a dill and uh, paprika mm. and um, mustard, like glaze on top, and you bake that, put a little panko on top of it, and it's like a crusty, like vibrant, good flavored salmon. Down for that. Mm. What, what do you put on top of it? You put, um, you, you mix dill, like fresh dill if you have it, or just the spice, dill, and then you have um, like stone ground mustard, mix that up, put a little paprika on top of that. You slather the mustard dill concoction right, all right. over your salmon, a little paprika, and then you roll it in panko and you bake that. For not to be that, that guy, but amazing. when you say mustard, you're not talking about Dijon, are you? You can do Dijon. Yeah. <laughs> what? Absolutely not. You hate Dijon mustard? D- Dijon like flavor. Dijon is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> do you like stone ground mustard, which is even grittier than Dijon? Uh, it's not the, it's not like the grit. Like the German it's, mustard? Yes, it's not the Don't grit that I... like the flavor? I, uh, here's the problem. Okay. D- Dijon... People are sneaky and like so disrespectfully sneaky what? with Dijon. <laughs> Listen, a lot of Dijon or a lot of honey mustards. A and, free and upgrade. You're gonna turn no, it down. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you when I go to a restaurant and I order a sandwich and it says blah 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 lettuce and tomato mustard blah 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 honey mustard honey mustard those are two of my favorite words. You put those together, I'm a happy man. Okay. You put. Dijon honey mustard on something that you didn't label it with Dijon. If it has a, f- a flake of Dijon flavor and you didn't 
you didn't just, uh, you know, put, put that, you didn't give me a, a, a disclaimer that that's in there, and that hits me by surprise. It's one of the most unpleasant, surprising flavors ever. <laughs> I wonder what you don't like in Dijon mustard. It's not even that I don't like Dijon mustard. It's that I've had enough. don't like the surprise. I've had enough experiences where I ordered honey mustard, or I ordered something that said it had honey mustard or mustard, and it had Dijon mustard. That is a word that's a, it should have more letters in it. It's, it's, it has such an impact. It shouldn't be such a simple Throw is it because it it's close to your last name? People mess it up and they call you Moon Dijon. Just don't. Good question. Just Scott. don't Thank sneak you. it in anywhere. <laughs> that that is how I feel. It really does. It it will ruin a meal for me. It's the few times I'll just stop eating because I'm I'm no longer. Oh hungry. man! Wow. Well, give me those foods. <laughs> Like hey, that. hey, guys, and happy birthday, Learn. Oh, thanks. Uh, I pay my neighbor to mow my lawn, and uh, as I don't own a lawnmower, nor do I care to. He's a professional landscaper and does residential as well as corporate, so he does a great job and does not charge much. Oh. Sounds like a great situation, right? I like yeah. that. He has mowed my lawn, though, at 8 a.m., and I work second shift, so that royally screws my sleep. Yeah. Can I say something? Or since I'm uh, paying him to take care of a nuisance, I need to just accept it. Thanks all the love for the show. Five and a half out of three stars. <laughs> Thank you for the email, Anonymous. But you're paying. You're paying them. So you can, I, I mean, you can set the terms like, hey, uh, mow afternoon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to make the money and if you don't want to make the money, I'll go hire somebody else right. that wants to mow my lawn in the afternoon. All right. So that's settled. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Because there is an exchange of funds. Yeah. They're going to be. What, what hours are second shift? Um, second three to 11. Three to eleven. Okay, and third shift is like the eleven 10. to seven. Oh dang! Look at you. You know you're, just you're random stuff. Like I used to, I used to trivia. work in shift work. <laughs> All right, so you know. Wow. And a, and a fabulous speller, as we have learned. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I and, like it. And I know meat apparently. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and those are your emails. This is Steve-O, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! It's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane, and it is time. March Music Mayhem is back. This year, we're out to determine the greatest Point Fest of all time, celebrating 30 years of The Point and the signature show, Point Fest, which lineup will triumph as the best Point Fest in history. We are going up against, or we have 39 Point Fests. 39, right? I think so. That's a lot. That, yeah. Going against each other. Matchups start right now. So get signed up. 1057thepoint.com. Make your picks for this year's March Music Mayhem, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Fill out that bracket. See how you do. Uh, I think there are five matchups today, and this is matchup number one. It is Point Fest 1, 1993. Known then as just Point Fest or Point Fest 93, it was held on September 11th, 1993. The lineup included Matthew Sweet, They Might Be Giants, Hot House Flowers, Amy Mann, mm. Midnight Oil, and Drama Rama. Hmm. Drama Rama. I love that name. They go up against Point Fest 19 from 2006, and I will give you their headliners in just a minute, but let's play some They Might Be Giants for the March Music Mayhem. <laughs> Istanbul. Nice. They might be Giants co-headliners of Point Fest 1 from 1993, along with Matthew Sweet. They are going up against Point Fest 19 from 2006 in this year's March Music Mayhem matchup number one. Point, uh, Point Fest 19 2006 featured Stained, Breaking Benjamin, Hurt, 
Blue October, Three Days Grace, Buck Cherry, Evans Blue, Blackstone Cherry, and Inimical Drive. So very, very different than uh, than They Might Be Giants. Yeah. But that's one of the brilliant things about alternative music and everything that The Point has done since 93. We, it's everything from, mm-hmm. uh, from um, you know... Uh, Scott, uh, yeah, from Rage New Against Metal. the Machine yeah. to, to uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones right. and, and everything in between is super cool. So speaking of that, I said, well, let's play something from Stain to represent Point Fest 19 2006. And I said, Liv, what do you think? And she said, she said the right answer. It's this. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. Man, there was an era and a time for that for that sound. You know, I was mm-hmm. just thinking, we played Istanbul from They Might Be Giants, and you could actually say Istanbul Istanbul. at the end of lunch. Istanbul. Istanbul. It's a little bit both. You're right. Actually, I think They Might Be Giants wrote that wrote song for Stain. Let's not get that rumor going. <laughs> yeah, we were just reminiscing about all the different memories that we've had with so that. Fun, uh, I remember Johnny Venus from Greek Fire the Drummer um, went to a show. Oh, who the heck was it? It might have been Kid Kid Rock or somebody at Mississippi Nights and Stain like open, right? Oh wow! And they were passing out demo cassettes, like Street Teamer cassettes. And he came you know, home and was like, "Dude, there's this sick band. I think uh, Fred Durst is backing. You got to get in into." Stain. Is this why? Because anytime, my whole life since Stain's been out. It always goes to Johnny Venus, my thoughts. Yep, that's the thought. Because he brought a green cassette he home. He to him then. Okay, there yep. we go. Hey, this is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to The Mizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Love you. It's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. We are joined by Live and Learn. It's the Live and Learn experience. <laughs> it's the I love that. I like it. Uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the, uh, the Riz Show food news. We just love talking about food. Food's food is a, good. Food's a big thing in our it's lives. It's yummy. It is a big thing in our lives. And uh, yesterday for, uh, it wasn't my birthday yesterday, but it wasn't oh. Monday, so we did a little birthday dinner last night. It's oh. Naked Tuesdays, which just means there's no kids in the house. <laughs> That's uh, fun. Yeah, it is. It is fun. And yeah, so we, it was just Moon and I. It was a fun night. We, or, we ordered food, <laughs> uh, a delivery, for the first time in quite some time. We've been really scaling back on all that. And uh, it was quite the experience. I felt like we were paying more and waiting longer. Yeah. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, I guess that's a thing that's a trend that's been happening for the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of going up. Well, a neighborhood in uh, Los Angeles is trying to figure out why they're being flooded with Uber Eats deliveries that are piling up. Get this. This would be a cool problem. Okay. Ma- maybe. Maybe. Some neighbors have been getting up to a dozen food orders a day. Here are people from city, uh, the uh, city Highland Park neighborhood talking about the food being delivered to their homes. Check this out. Sometimes it would just be like four orders of milk for McDonald's. I've probably received 30 meals. We can probably got about 40 bags of food. Every neighbor has a different idea of what this is. Well, we thought it was credit card fraud. The marketing campaign, rich kids on TikTok who are trying to have some commentary on millennials. I am a vegetarian and they've been sending a lot of meat. Most of us are vegetarian here, so we couldn't really eat them. Did you hear that? Yeah. This neighborhood has been getting up to 13 deliveries a day from McDonald's. Taco Bell, Starbucks, other eateries, and they never ordered any of them. Hmm. Interesting. Tons and tons of money being spent here. What's well, nice they're doing that kind of neighborhood instead of a poor one, because that'd be a fun prank in a poor neighborhood, <laughs> you know, where you're actually giving people food. No explanation as of yet. These deliveries are happening at all hours of the day and the night. <laughs> yeah. Some of the recipients said that they tried calling the phone numbers listed on the orders, all of them out of service. <gasps> Creepy. Super creepy, right? They noted that the prepaid orders always did include a tip. That's something That's that nice. I, I wanted to look into that. 
It did include a tip for the driver. Uh, Uber Eats has launched an investigation and is monitoring deliveries to that area. They've also taken action against some accounts. And one neighbor said, um, I don't think anybody has seen anything uh, sinister in it. Uh, it's just varying degrees of annoyance and weird, right? That's yeah. delicious. Weird. Deliciously weird. And it's also funny where, you know, that's the kind of neighborhood that they're like, I'm just going to throw it away. I don't want it. Right. And then a couple of blocks over, they could easily give it to a bunch of people and they'd be like, thank you. Well, I mean, right. she says she's vegetarian, maybe doesn't eat meat. So, like, I wonder if people know that and they're, and they're, they're like annoyed them. and they're just like, you know, carnivores are like, we're yeah. going to get them. We're sending them food they can't eat. Wasteful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Very strange. Uh, and if there's if there's another thing that we like on the show, it's um, it's controversies, it's arguments, oh, yes. it's uh, it's, it's debates, on. if you will. Uh, you've probably been to somebody's house and, and and opened up the refrigerator, of course, with permission. If you're a refrigerator friend, sure. When they're like, make yourself at home, go grab a drink. You do that, and then you see something that they refrigerate that you don't. Oh no! Or they keep something in the pantry Ooh. that you refrigerate. Well, not everything is up for debate. <laughs> Uh, you can't keep hamburger, you know, keep hamburger meat in the cupboard or something like that. Right. Oh. Uh, but there are differing uh, differing opinions on a lot of things. A poll asked people how they store various things, and here are the results: mayonnaise, fridge or pantry. Fridge. Yeah, fridge. Yeah, fridge. Ninety-eight percent of people say that it belongs in the fridge. Only two people. Uh, two people. Sorry, two percent of people say that the pantry is fine. Warm mayonnaise, go away. And Doesn't it's it, not. It goes bad immediately. It would go bad. Yeah. Because yeah. it go bad. There's eggs in it. Yeah, so. real mayonnaise is eggs. Right. Um, okay, huh. eggs. Fridge, fridge or pantry? Yeah, fridge. Unless, I guess, they're farm fresh. That's the, different. Yeah, then they can be out, on the counter. There's a twist on this one. 90% say they belong in the fridge. 10% say the pantry is fine. Now, it is common in Europe and other countries for eggs to be left un unrefrigerated. But those countries vaccinate their chickens against salmonella. Mm. So, in Europe, eggs keep their natural protective cuticle, but since American chickens are not vaccinated, the eggs need to be scrubbed clean in a machine, and they lose that natural coating, therefore, frigium. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number three, pesto. Fridge. Yeah, fridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fridge. We're talking opened condiments. Yeah, it's already been opened. Yeah. All that, yeah, that's a fridge. 90% say it belongs in the fridge. 10% say pantry is fine. Pickles. Fridge. Fridge. I like the fridge. However, my wife is a fan of the pantry for pickles. So pantry, pantry pickles. pickles. <laughs> yeah, pantry pickles. Yeah, it's a good band as well. Maybe, maybe don't, she... hey, you know what? Don't bring don't bring it on air. Your personal life <laughs> on the air. We don't need to know about your pantry pickle. Give me that pantry pickle. Give me that. Maybe she just likes eating the the pickles in the pantry. I was famous when I was she young. She likes a warm pickle. I don't. I don't remember this. I myself Who like a, a cold, crunchy pickle. But uh, when I was uh, when I was a kid, like diapers, like toddler, it was it was a funny story in the family where I used to just disappear in the pantry. Me too. <laughs> Apparently, if I needed to go number two in the diaper Aww. when I was like a, a young kid, I wanted the privacy of the pantry. Yeah. So. You got any uh, baby photos of you in a pantry? Oh, I am sure, and I'm probably scared because I'm like, why are you in here? I'm busy. <laughs> There's a lot of fudge in here. Uh, number five, we just uh, had some controversy with mustard. Mustard, what, what say you? That's fridge. Yeah, fridge. 87% yeah. say fridge. 13% say pantry always. Uh, ketchup. Fridge. 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 Yeah, we're a fridge family as well for ketchup. 14% say pantry. Butter. Fridge. Uh, well, there's yeah, one stick on the counter. I keep one stick out. Not supposed to do that. I know you're not, but but you do it. You're, you're a rebel. Butter <laughs> yeah. rebel. I think it's uh Yeah, I mean you got I like the room temp ones, but yeah. all of ours are always in the fridge. But at my grandma, whenever she used to have it, she'd always keep one 
and uh, yeah, ready to go. The That's cupboard. good for yeah. toast because yeah. then otherwise, it's spreadable. Or, yeah, it's spreadable. Or making grilled cheese and you're mm. going to like butter your mm. bread. You can't do that with cold butter. You're not alone. 23% say pantry always. Mm. Uh, soy sauce. Fridge. Fridge. Yep, fridge. You know, we keep in the fridge too. Fifty-seven percent say fridge. We've we've been running out of areas to put things in the fridge, uh-huh. and the soy sauce. Honestly, that was the first vote to put go in out. the pantry because it's. I mean, it's like pure darn sodium. It's not going to go bad. Yeah, like you go to any Asian restaurant, like the soy sauce is on the table. Yeah. And typically, what are you putting it on? You're either putting it on More sushi. Rice. So, yeah. so, so we have we have uh, the cold stuff for the sushi, and then the warm stuff for the uh, the. You know, any sort of meal, stir fry, anything mm. that we're using it where it's going to be warmed up. Uh, apples. Cupboard. Fridge. Pantry. Cup- I like the cold. Counter. Cupboard. Cupboard. I is live that, in a cottage. Is that because you're from Illinois? Is yeah. that what you say over there? Oh, the cupboard. It's at a, a fruit bowl on the table. 44% say fridge. 56% say pantry. So that's that's the hmm. switch right I just there. like the cold. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah. We, we I do that with, like, well. citrus. I like cold citrus. Yeah, Same. me too. Yep. What about avocados? Fridge. Fridge. Whoa. Well, okay. Now let me take that back. It depends on what stage of life the avocado's in. Right. I have to plan ahead to when I'm eating the avocado. Yes. So if it's already ready to eat and I'm not ready to eat it, it's going to go in the fridge. But if I got a few days, I got to get it on the counter. Right. So yeah. it's ready. Yep. Or if you want to ripen it up fast, right. get it on the counter. Yeah. 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 Once yeah. avocados become perfectly ripe, uh, put them in the fridge to slow down that stage for yeah. as long as possible. 41% say fridge. 59% say pantry is fine. Maple syrup? Ooh, or syrup. That's be fridge. Cupboard. I mean, I, I have both. I have one. I, we are wasteful. We have one in the cupboard, <laughs> and then we got one in the fridge. I don't if know. It's real maple syrup. It can go bad, right? Nah, I don't know anything about that. Well, I'm pretty sure it can. I'm yeah, hungry. I guess I think. Yeah, I think once I open real maple syrup, I do put it in the fridge. Yeah, I think you what, have what to. What do you mean, real, real maple maple syrup? Like from the tree, not on Jemima. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you call fake maple syrup maple syrup? Yeah, they do. Yes, you see the bottle. Oh, you don't buy. Come on, don't what? buy that. We're a grown. No, I mean I'm not buying it, but We're I'm just grown saying. Ups. It's called syrup. The bottles will say that. You know, maple fl- but flavored that's just, syrup that's just, or whatever. That's pancake syrup. syrup that's or, corn syrup. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just fake. Oh, come garbage. On. Yeah, I don't want a pancake right now. Dang it. Oh, how about chocolate? Uh, cupboard. Well, I, uh, hang on. It depends. Here's it my confusion. <laughs> you ready for this? Some is kept in the freezer, and there's some in the cupboard. Oh, what about do you freeze? Freezer. I get the uh, these dark mm. chocolate, you know, it's the chips, and I freeze Ooh. those because they're oh, so yeah. good just to munch on every once in a while. But then it, with the fancy chocolates, you got to keep that in the cupboard so it's the yep. right temp. And Mama just Moon perfect. freezes her... Um, Snickers? No, the York peppermint patties, the Ooh. minis. Oh, yeah. Yummy. That's yes. perfect. Yep. A frigid- refrigerated uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know if I oh. tried that. Oh, it is good. so good. Next level. Have you tried that in chili? That's like people's go-to in chili. They melt it into the chili when they're making it. Oh, yeah. The re- and if you want some good knockoff ones, Trigger Joe's. Yes. Oh, my Those gosh. Those are the best. <gasps> they crushed it. That gives me a food Lots of orgasmic today. sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chocolate. 20, 24% say fridge. That's more than I thought, honestly. Mm. 76 say pantry. Onions. Pantry. Uh, yeah, I Whoa. think pantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a yeah. bag, in a pa- yeah. In a bag. Yeah, pantry. we do the pantry now. That we're 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 converts. We used to be onion fridgers. Interesting. Twenty four percent say fridge. Seventy six pantry. Bread. Pantry. Pantry. Oh, see, here's the thing. Being <laughs> being a single person living alone, it takes me a while to get through bread. So sometimes, like I've been buying that Ezekiel bread lately anyway, so that does have to go in the fridge, but. I might not get through a whole loaf of bread on my own if it just chills on the counter. Yeah. 
Need to have people over for French toast mm-hmm. Sundays, yeah, no sandwich kidding. Tuesdays. We do uh, we do almost all the bread in this big old box in the pantry, but then we have um, some if we know it's going to be a while. It, you know, it goes freezer, so we're pantry mm-hmm. or freezer. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever refrigerated it. Uh, and then uh, finally, and this one is understandable in one way, but uh, ridiculous in the other. It's peanut butter. That's yeah, that's Covered. pantry. Unless it's the real fancy mm-hmm. schmancy peanut butter where you have to, you know, so it can Makes actually kind of harden up a little bit. There's, cert- there's a certain type that has to be refrigerated. Yeah, because, yeah, well, yeah, I guess. But uh, you want it to, for me, I'm like, I need it to be a little hard, not just oil the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So uh, I like to fridge that. But if it's the cheap stuff that's we all love, it's mm, the one that's yeah. going to cover. 13% say that peanut butter always should go in the fridge. Really? Always. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And that's your food news. We'll do we'll take uh, one more break and we'll uh we'll come back and wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. That is it for us. Uh I can't thank you enough, Liv and Learn, for, for joining us today. Uh that was one of the most fun shows I've had um ever. Oh wow. Like forever. Uh, we were talking uh, during the break that you guys gave us, like, I don't know, 11 <laughs> perfect podcast titles, so it was hard to choose yeah. from. Because yeah. we're unhinged women. You, you guys, <laughs> true. You guys it's so true. Rowdy. Definitely made it fun, brought a uh, unique perspective to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. I believe this is the first time we have had uh, two gal wow, co-hosts. Wow, look at us making history. Yeah. This is history. Like that. Live and learn. We lived. We learned. <laughs> and we did, uh, we, we did li- we, we lived a lot. We learned a yeah. lot. I'll tell you yeah. that. Uh, definitely check out the pod in the, the the podcast and the blog. It's all brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, the Pappy's Recap. He's celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Scott, tell us what we did today. Well, we did all kinds of things. Real quick, I want to talk about the game we played with the spelling game. Oh, the spelling bee. Where yeah. we found out they're both incredible at spelling. However, they can't spell learn or live. Right. So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was that was you two brought that yeah. up, so I appreciate Rush that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're if you a single lady out there and you want to learn some great dating tips, we have it all from a grandmother on TikTok. And you can find see if you uh, go along with everything she says. We disagreed on one thing, I believe. But otherwise, I think she was pretty good. We also covered a ton of stuff in news, a ton and crap on, and made ourselves very hungry with food news and today you can find the podcast its title is an expert at meat trivia oh, an expert <laughs> at meat trivia it's named after king scott i believe that's right <laughs> ah, definitely one of the ladies it. Uh, it is the riz show presented by the fast lane we will be back tomorrow freak of a week tomorrow so that will hey. be fun yeah uh let me leave you with the Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Today's newest member, Corey Thompson of O'Fallon, Missouri. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.